I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long so please order now and good morning everybody what's going on welcome and good morning two minute lead in uh to uh frankspeech.com welcome on rumble everybody get settled in it's gonna be an exciting important show and uh we also have uh by the way Everyone say congratulations and embrace and thank um, all of our new sponsors that are coming on uh, that are helping to make up for, you know, the, the offset to um, now, of course, our show is exploding and we welcome you. If you're a brand new viewer, thank you. Welcome. Be sure to give us a subscribe on Rumble. Uh, the content that we're going to put out is unmatched. A lot of people have been telling me we've been hitting stories really, really hard. We're about to hit one really, really hard. Uh, our top news headline this morning, I'll probably repeat this as we come back on here in 45 seconds uh, to frankspeech.com. Um, as we come on, our top news headline. No other talk show host has covered this particular topic in the fashion that I'm about to cover it. Nobody. Uh, I have tra tracked and traced the CIA funding through Microsoft, okay? InQtel, Will Hurd, former CIA operative, um, funding OpenAI, which is now threatening humanity now threatening humanity i just said didn't i everyone stay right there ladies and gentlemen uh, we're coming on here uh as we come on to frankspeech.com welcome thank you we're up on frankspeech.com which is awesome thank you and welcome and good morning um uh, hopefully everybody had a great thanksgiving uh, i am your host pete santilla you're tuned in uh, right now on Rumble and Frank Speech exclusively uh, for the live morning broadcast. If you're catching the rebroadcast, uh, of course, you can always catch us on all other channels. We put out our rebroadcast, uh, but our live broadcasts are exclusively on Rumble.com uh, and FrankSpeech.com. And Deb Jordan, you want to say hello and good morning if, if you'd like to, and then we'll kick this sucker off. I was proudly proclaiming that no other talk show host has covered 
this most important topic. I would say mm, threat to humanity is way up there, wouldn't you say? Okay. Above World War Stupid. Wouldn't you uh, agree? Yeah. Yeah, so good morning. Yeah. So I know the, you've been at it all morning, finding all and, the and in fact, particulars of all and, and I think you already know, uh, all weekend. All weekend. All weekend. Amen so, to that. All right. So um, let's kick this sucker off. That's it. We're done with Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you throughout the show, our new sponsors and a new 21-day Fat Farm Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the Pete Santilli Fat Club Challenge. Mm. Um, and I want you to join me. Now, I have set the stage here. I've lost like 20-something pounds, and I'm going to share with you how I do it. And if you'd like to join me, uh, there's one easy way to join me. You ready? Nothing special. It's free. It's the Pete Santilli Stop Shoving Cake in Your Face Diet. <laughs> it's pretty Number simple. one. Those aren't, that's on the eat day. <laughs> And yeah. then every other day fasting. So if you want to join me, uh, uh, join me by Optimizers is a new sponsor of ours. You'll be hearing about that uh, here today. And by the way, for those of you, uh, there were a couple of people that made a comment like, oh my goodness, too many commercials. And just everybody keep this in mind. I don't have to have not one commercial play. Just mail me a big fat check to P.O. Box 30122. Right? Cincinnati, Cincinnati Ohio. Ohio. If you can pay for all of our bills, we'll stop doing commercials. But until then, you can't have both. You can't sit there and get it for free uh, and choke us off and kill us uh, by not supporting us. So uh, that's why I say embrace and welcome uh, all of our new sponsors uh, because they are helping make this show happen and make it happen for free and do so under the protection. Uh, of Rumble and FrankSpeech.com, Lindell TV. Uh, mm -hmm. But Deb Jordan, without further ado, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's kick off this Monday, November 20 what? What is it? The 27th. The 27th. Already. Wow. Thanksgiving's done. We're turning the corner and away we go. Previously on the Pete Santilli Show. I, I walk up to him when I when I pointed at his vest because he looked like a punk rocker. And, oh yeah, he was just. And uh, I oh, pointed yeah. at him. I pointed at his vest, and you know, uh, listen, it's Thanksgiving. You want to avoid cut? No, absolutely not. You want to get in my face with a hammer and sickle? We're going to town. Yeah, right there. You get in my face with your stuff. How about you don't wear your hammer and sickle? If you got a problem with me coming after communists, uh, by the way, especially the non-communists, because. You know, people scatter, you know, like, oh, there goes Pete after the communists. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Let the communists run around on Thanksgiving. Is that what we do? Mm. Huh? No. No, you want to get in my face with your hammer and sickle. We're doing it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We're going. <laughs> it was something else. I was a bunch. Of, I was with a bunch of rednecks and Leonard Skinner was playing over the intercom. Okay. It's so true. Yeah, so anybody wants to make a wrong move if you're a socialist. But I said, I said, you're a communist? He goes, no, a socialist. And I said, yeah, well, enjoy it while you can because you got about this much time left. It's shocking to me still. I mean, you can disagree with what Israel is doing. You know, I mean, it is brutal. It is brutal, right? And you have to ask yourself, is it fair, right? 
but not my circus, not my monkeys, right? We're supposed to stay out of these wars. And they want us not to support Israel, but they want us to support Palestine. It's crazy. And the, the, the rhetoric and the talk that's going on about the Jews are surrounding this conversation is really disturbing to me. I have Jewish people in my family, and, and, and I know that everything that they're spewing is, a, is just disgusting. They have the right to do it, and I would never call for them not to be able to do that. I want them to speak their mind and say whatever vile, hateful, nasty thing that they can think of. You know, whatever they whatever they want to do. But um, I have a right to disagree with it. I see lots of division and confusion, lots of hatred, lots of misinformation. And uh, everybody speaks on behalf of the children and on behalf of the innocent. But I am not sure about their real intention. But today I can speak on the authority of a Palestinian child. Someone who grew up in that culture. Hamas' first crime against children in the Palestinian societies is not arming them or encouraging them to carry suicide bombing attacks. It's the religious, ideological indoctrination that I had to go through. With one intention in mind, to annihilate the state of Israel. Annihilate. This is Hamas primary goal. In this truth, there is no confusion. I speak as first-hand witness on Hamas and their intention. Now, Secret Service, if you're listening, uh, trust me, I mean no harm to the presidency of the United States. I don't. I don't threaten the president of the United States. I don't want you to get your guard up with what I'm about to say, all right? Oh the Secret Service, <laughs> okay? The Secret Service needs to know that the man that you're uh, protecting stole a freaking election, okay? He's a thief. He came in, he's got cocaine down the freaking hall. They're being forced to cover that up. He's, do, he's been doing all kinds of crazy stuff to little girls. You've been covering that up. We know that. I mean, there's Secret Service agents that know that he was running around naked in the White House. There was a female Secret Service agent that said that that's inappropriate. But that's what Joe Biden is. He stole an election, okay? Not him. The regime that's behind him. And they put him in. He's kind of like Eric Adams, the New York City mayor. He has so much leverage over his head. They've got so much leverage over his head. Just as long as he goes along with the program, none of his criminal activity comes out. And as soon as he goes against them, what happens? They bring holy hell upon Eric Adams. Now, all of a sudden, he's got all kinds of women, you know, that are complaining about, you know, him molesting. That's what all they do. They have all of these women uh, that, that were molested by these sexual deviants. They got children that were being uh, uh, raped on Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express. Uh, where's the prosecutions from that? Where, where is Bill Clinton being arrested 
for the 30-something tricking women that he raped. What is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Officially and formally on this November, whatever it is, 27th. November's gone. Stick a fork in it. Everybody get your forks out. All right. So I had a discussion with Deb Jordan um, during this Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give thanks to Deb Jordan for listening to me. (laughs) You're welcome. And I asked her if she was okay with the following disclaimer that's about to take place and you said yes right mm-hmm. here it is uh i did i left out a few very very important uh right-wing <laughs> rhetorics Uh-oh. right what this is what i'm gonna say ladies and gentlemen and all of you freaking goons that are listening right now you leftards okay that are so afraid so you want to cancel me and have canceled me because you're afraid of what I'll say to everybody else. You CIA pukes who I'm about to bury, okay, in this episode, no other talk show host has found you out in the fashion that you funneled $10 billion to open AI, which now threatens humanity. You did that CIA at Langley and we're coming after you. My retribution president is. Now, by the way, you might consider this to be violent right-wing rhetoric. I don't care what you spin my efforts to save humanity. I don't care how you spin my words to threaten, you call it threatening, the communists. Because you better bet your bottom dollar that every communist listening to my voice right now better feel threatened. You better feel threatened. We've always threatened communists. I was trained by the United States military, by the United States Marine Corps, to bomb the crap out of communists. And I will do the equivalent of such under proper authority, of course. It was under proper authority in the United States Marine Corps. Government-sponsored absolute obliteration of communism. Carpet bombings, basically bringing freedom to communist dictatorships. We now are immersed in communism. 
and I will work every single day. When I wake up and I show up to work, I'm going to use the appropriate rhetoric to extinguish communism here in the United States of America. I will speak freely. You will not stop me. You will not censor me. And when that happens, folks, just remember this. They didn't censor me. They don't want you to hear my words. You, every single one of you, better be prepared and get ready. And I'm going to get ready in many different ways. But when I show up to work, I'm going to speak freely. And as long as I'm breathing and standing and alive, and by the way, you can threaten to kill me. That's not going to stop me either. I'm prepared to die because you want to kill me to stop me from saying everything that I need to say appropriately in order to save our country from communism that is upon us. I'm going to speak freely every single day. Rumble allows me to do that. Frank Speech and Lindell TV, they allow me to do that because they can't stand communists either. And if you feel threatened by me and you're a communist, please give me your drone coordinates. We're going to smoke you out of your little freaking caves. What we have is the equivalent of a bunch of Viet Cong in tunnels right now, okay? And I'm going to use something called the Pete Santilli Show, which is the virtual equivalent of a bunker buster, all right? Laser-guided with absolute focus. There we go. That's my disclaimer. We're going to speak freely. We're going to speak openly while we can because they're going to try to turn off. What are, what are they doing? They're not silencing me, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want you to be inspired by anything that I say, including inspired to go buy. And I'm telling you, everybody better be buying lots of guns, lots of bullets. Okay. You want, you want me to give you links to where you can go buy cheap AK-47s from Romania for 300 bucks? You can order them online. Just the only problem is you can't get 7.62. Those are in short supply. <laughs> but, but get your, you can get, get those AKs, all right? If you don't have, if you've got, you know, 5.56, all right? And you got your AR, time for you to get a 7.62, um, a, a Romanian AK. Mm. Get one. They sound very, very distinct. Very loud, too, by the way. 7.62, very, very loud. Very reliable weapon, of course. You can throw mud all over it and get it inside the, you know, the breach. It'll still fire anyway. Get them. Why? Because these people are going to come and get you. How do I know this? You're going to find out. They want to use their little technocracy to covertly take over your brain. All right? What we're going to do is give them some good old-fashioned American don't tread on me. It's called the Pete Santelli Show. All right? There's one of us behind every blade of grass, isn't there? You guys ready to go? Deb Jordan sits there, and she says, did I agree to that? <laughs> I said I was going to put out a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Now, every show, I'm going to give an important disclaimer right at the beginning of the show. I'm going to speak freely. I'm not going to stop. And I mean no harm to humanity. I mean for the benefit of humanity. And if you're some left heart and you're helping to enable these San Franciscoites, okay, you got to, ladies and gentlemen, can I ask you something? 
I'm not homophobic or anything, but how many of you trust a closet freaking homosexual to be running the CIA's mind control program known as OpenAI? How many? How many of you trust a homosexual to be in charge of whether or not humanity is going to be extinct? What if I speak out against homosexuals? What do you think they're going to do to OpenAI? They're going to be like, Fantilli, right? How many of you trust a bunch of people in San Francisco that the first order of business in regulating artificial intelligence is to get it away from the sexual deviants that are overseeing it? Number one, okay? First of all, they're living a lie. Second of all, they're obviously godless. They're godless. They're godless. Get the technology out of the hands of the godless sexual deviants in San Francisco. That's the first order of business. And if you hear anything otherwise, it's all a bunch of, you know, uh, speak out of seven sides of your mouth and put freaking electronic toys in your keister on the weekends. All right? I'm sorry. I, I have nothing uh, truly against the individual who is a sexual deviant. I'll still speak to you in the same exact fashion. You're living a lie, you know? Come out and come out, come out with your hands up for Jesus. You must be a godly person in order to be seeing over a technology that is now determined to be a grave, grave danger to all of humanity right now. And if they're soft pedaling their way through it, then I'm going to share some of it with you. All right. For those of you that are resistant to AI technology, that's another thing. You're literally not going to discover how powerful it is, how useful it is, how revolutionary it is, but that power in the wrong hands, just like the car, okay? Like there's a bunch of people I had a discussion with, and everyone's going to make their own decision. And Karen, I love it. She took her stance. She said, I'm taking a stance. I'm not going anywhere near that because I feel like it's demonically possessed. And that's okay. But I don't want an entire generation of people that are being discouraged from looking at it. Why? So that they can advance it. Everyone, every knee will bow. What's coming first? Satan through AI or Jesus Christ returning to planet Earth? We're going to take a brief break here on frankspeech.com. And everybody else stay with me because I have a special announcement to make here on all other channels. You ready? Jesus is Lord. Amen. Down with you godless. Bomb the communists. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Stay right there. And I'm going to announce right now a relationship, and it's a solid one, with buyoptimizers.com. Buyoptimizers.com. What is buyoptimizers, and why am I so excited about this? First of all, embrace our sponsors, um, because our sponsors are actually picking up the slack where our supporters are like, well, I'm going to get it for free, and Pizza Philly can just pay for everything. Can't do that, all right, because... Pete Santilli goes away with that model where the mob controls, you know, what happens with independent media. I've begged everybody to support us. Unfortunately, it's 
very costly. Uh, not everybody's recognizing that that everybody needs to participate. So our sponsors and great ones uh, are helping uh, to offset um, our losses from um, from individuals that just say, "Well, somebody else will pay for it." It's called info socialism. It's re really that serious. So uh, we have sought out and built relationships with our sponsors. Okay. One of which is by optimizers. Now, by optimizers, here's the special. You ready? I want you guys to join me on a special. Uh, and we're kicking this off on Cyber Monday, uh, by the way. I'm going to do a 21 day Pete Santilli Fat Farm challenge. Okay. And I've already uh, set the stage by losing a considerable amount of weight. I got to, I have to, we have to be physically fit, folks in this war and I'm going to set an example uh, for everybody and as of today Cyber Monday just because um, this exciting announcement a relationship with Bioptimizers Bio on this Cyber Monday and you can go to Bioptimizers.com Cyber Monday special lasts until November 28th use promo code Pete of course They're, they have got great keto products um, and we also know the importance of sleep. There's another product um, that helps with your sleep. Uh, Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizer is a true game changer in the quest for a better night's sleep. And believe it or not, that's a supplement that I need to take because when you cut back on your sleep, you actually cut back on your life expectancy. But I'm going to be talking about the 21-day challenge. Today's the first day. Every other day, fasting for the next 21 days. And that's brought to you by buyoptimizers.com. All right. And away we go. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back on. You're listening to FrankSpeech.com. Pete Santilli telling you the truth, whether you like it or not. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our, our top news headline is a doozy. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. Um I'm going to begin just so you can listen to, and you must listen to it. If you can't understand it, that's okay. Become familiar with the technology, especially the conservatives right now in this election environment. Just consider this. If you hate open AI, you hate chat GBT, it's because you've been socially engineered and psyoped to look away from AI technology. They're going to use AI to cheat in the election. They're going to do it. Mm -hmm. They're doing it right now. They already are. They're shooing everybody away. They can literally strategically, okay, use neuro-linguistic programming, do all that stuff, never even touching a, um, a, uh, a voting machine right now. They can use Google. They can use Microsoft. And they can craft an election that if you're leaning towards, you know, President Trump, 
maybe we'll cast a vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's a vote stripping mechanism that's coming at you. And he will never speak of his decades long effort to take down the United States of America through the Department of Interior's sue and settle mechanism in favor of all of the environmental leftist UN Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 organizations. Mm -hmm. He never speaks of that. If I could hear RFK Jr. say, I spent decades helping the environmental companies like Center for Biodiversity, the Sierra Club, and all those, and I helped them destroy America, and I denounce what they've done. If I hear him say that, I might even consider voting for him, but he won't. You know why he won't? He won't because he is a covert operative. That's well, why. Because and, in Kennedys, certain regard, in this regard, it's not what what's that? Because the Kennedys, his grand his um, grandfather, mm. uh, helped to create the Sierra Club, and yeah. you know, the the founder spent much very much time with Joe Kennedy as Robert Kennedy said in his biography, at the compound, right? At the Kennedy compound. Yeah. He grew up with it. That's right. And the Kennedys helped create the, uh, the environmental movement in this country. Yes, they did. So mm -hmm. there is going to be artificial intelligence, all right? It's going to build a relationship with you. There, Chat GPT-4 might even have the ability to have superhuman thoughts. There's, there's a transition here, but you need to learn from Sam Altman. Sam Altman, the big controversy relating to open AI and why the board had him removed. And by the way, a previous board member, let me tell you who the board is, all right? The previous, one of the previous board members was Will Hurd. He was, and you'll probably recognize him, we'll go into this. He was a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. Then he joined OpenAI as a board member. During that time, $10 billion was funneled through InQtel to OpenAI via Microsoft. Because if it happened through Google, all right, if it happened through Google, Google already had a policy where they're not going to be helping the military industrial complex and the government. All the employees would revolt, right? So guess what they did? They did an end around and they got the $10 billion through Microsoft. Microsoft making a $10 billion investment. Will Hurd helped facilitate that, all right? And there's still, since then, there's still a big battle and it's a cyber battle, I'm telling you right now, because... The CIA sense, I think they've tried to purge. There's a lot of stuff going on internally. A lot of stuff is redacted in that letter that came from the board. But ultimately, the center of focus is on a revelation, okay, a discovery. Then I'm going to remind you, the CIA funded a discovery that the CIA funded because the, if they didn't have that $10 billion, they wouldn't have been able to recruit all those scientists that were working very aggressively to bring something called AGI, all right? What is AGI? You need to learn this terminology, okay? And stop being a stupid, dumbed-down, redneck right-winger, 
and say, no, it's here. this is the way they think of you. That's the they way think they think of you, think a, of, you. of a dumbed down right wing. You don't even know how to use your iPad. And then they scare you and tell you, oh, AI is you know, danger, danger, danger. And I mean, I, you know, God bless Karen. I asked her if she's ever been on chat GPT. She's like, no, I refuse to go there, which I respect. Mm. But she's formed an opinion. She hasn't even gone there. So, you know, she might be curious, but then again, that's her choice. The majority of us better know, what, even if you think that it's satanic, okay, you need to know how Satan is using it with everybody around you because everyone around you is starting to dabble with it. And it has advanced. They've made this discovery, which potentially terminates humanity. How does that happen? You need to know. You need to know, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why I'm going to play uh, Lex Freeman. I love him. I love Lex Freeman. I listen to Lex Freeman all the time. One of the most intelligent people on the planet. Some of this stuff you may not even understand it, but you need to understand the terminology. Embrace that there's a lot of very smart people, including Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman has said he knows a lot of people that are working on this technology and he knows that they have good intentions, which is good. Because I want that outsider like Lex Freeman, who I believe to be a good guy, all right? He is. That he wants to make sure that with his knowledge of, uh, uh, of artificial intelligence, he knows that the people that are working on it, that there's good people internally. And, and, and they need to be able to give us feedback as to how this rogue technology, and especially this most recent discovery, could potentially threaten all of humanity. Just remember this, funded by the CIA. Now, the CIA has been decoupled from it, but that doesn't mean that that funding caused these people to go in there and discover, make this discovery. Well, now what are they going to do? We're, we're at a very critical juncture in human history. This is bigger than us talking about like World War III and what Oppenheimer did. We're talking about World War III and nukes, okay, are limited in scope. This is the equivalent of setting off a nuke that reaches the entire planet instantly and can wipe out all of humanity. A nuclear bomb, all right, would take longer if there were a chain reaction, a cascading event that would wipe out the entire Earth. It would take longer for that type of thing to happen than for a computer to have reached every single human being to manipulate them and take control over all of humanity. We're mm -hmm. at that juncture right now. Mm -hmm. This is a... Oppenheimer level, extinction level event. The amount of money that was pumped into this thing is probably 100, and, and the, the people behind it in a secret project, there's a lot of secret names of these projects. This is Manhattan project level stuff that they're working on, why? Because competitively, we got China, we got Russia, there's a cyber war that's going on right now. And it's happening right before our very eyes. And the CIA funded our most advanced steps towards AGI, all right? AGI. So 
I'm going to begin the discussion uh, by opening this up in this 10-minute segment here. I want you to uh, to listen uh, to, to Sam Altman, okay? Sam Altman, here we go. And I just queued up the section where he talks about AGI. What is AGI, all right? And if if it sounds too technical, you need to understand the terminology. You better understand the terminology because it's like, oh my goodness, horse and buggy wheels. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden you start hearing combustion engine is evil. I don't want to talk about combustion. Combustion engines are coming. Okay. We're going to go from that to NASCAR very quickly. You better be running your moonshine with open AI. All right. All right. Let's see what we can do here. Here we go. Ready? I'm excited to announce my new No. Really? 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 Oh my God. My entire board was so messed up. Hmm? Really? Stand by, folks. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh, no wonder. Mm -hmm. Come on. Really? Uh, I'm saying one. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? What? Everybody stay right there. Okay. Stay right there. I got I have to fix this. It never freaking fails. You know that? Never fails. Mm -hmm. mm. Stay right there, folks. Stay right there. Deb Jordan, you can talk over that. Okay. Awesome. All right. While we're waiting for Pete um, to fix this. Oh, boy. This is a big problem. He had to actually go way to the other side of the studio here to fix it. So um, while we're waiting, we can talk about... I, I really want to get this in, okay, because this is like happening yesterday. So we'll just talk about this while he's fixing that. Um, as you guys, I don't know if you guys know that Trump went to the South Carolina Crimson game over the weekend. And uh, the media had some people staged, we believe, like as he pulled in to boo him and carry on. There was probably like. I don't know, 15 people standing there, maybe. And then, um, but as he went in, the minute he hit the doors, people went crazy over him. They they really went crazy. And then uh, just the whole house, well, he walked out on the field and the whole brought the whole house down. It was fantastic. And you know what? The left and the Santa supporters, Pete, they spent the whole weekend and I mean the whole Thanksgiving weekend, trying to convince everyone 
that people in South Carolina hate Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I was like, this is, it was so insane. The amount of propaganda and the amount of pushing a false narrative went over the weekend, right? Uh, Brendan Dilley and his beautiful wife, uh, we call her Randy Savage. Oh, man, she's amazing. Uh, she's a, she's like the Kim Kardashian of of conservative of the conservative movement. This this woman, but um, and and I'm meaning the way she looks. She's just, you know, she's very beautiful. And so, uh, you know, they were in the box with President Trump, um, watching the game, and they recorded the reaction of the people around them and the people in front of them and then when he went out on the field and they played either they put their videos up and you could see it for yourself what happened yes not everybody in south carolina is a conservative i mean they have democrats there and a lot of them right uh south carolina is just now starting to turn red again it's a pretty purple state at right now but, um, I mean, even though you could see it, they, I mean, they were coming back saying, and the mainstream media spent time on this over the weekend like, too, which is really weird. What humans do um, but, and whether you know, you could see and hear for yourself, but they, I but got they, it. okay, Sorry. but they spent a lot of time, Pete, here's the end of it. They spent mm -hmm. a lot of time over the weekend. Uh, trying to convince people that what they were seeing and what they were hearing was not real. It was not true. And they even accused Brendan Dilley uh, and his wife, Randy, of of uh, doctoring the video that they had. And they were very bold. They said, go ahead and run it through AI. Run it through any program you want to. This is, it was straight up what our, what our phones picked up. And it was just... I overwhelming. Mean, yeah. It was overwhelming the welcome like, that he got. And you know what? That that little thing where the entrance was, and he there were a couple of booze. I understand that um him and that football player that died on the field here in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. What was what was his name? Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. Stu, quote, Damar Hamlin is dead. Peters was out there pumping the narrative. I guess he's he's full-blown anti-Trump now. Uh, if anybody is still tuned in to, to that guy, the death faker, anti-Trumper, anti-Israel, Stu Peters, all right, by the millions. This guy lured all these people in. Uh, and what has he done? Just taken over their brains. There can be no doubt about it that Stu has gone way off the rails with all the people that he lured in with his so-called Truth documentaries, which he's put out a lot of good stuff. Dr. Artis, he's brought in. Um, he used Dr. Artis to lure in all of us patrons, put out some good stuff. And now he went from Damar Hamlin is dead. That's a freaking creepy, you know, death hoax conspiracy theory to, um, to you know, he's anti-Israel, pro-Hamas, mm -hmm. uh, terrorism, the plight of the Palestinians, too stupid to recognize exactly what Obama was doing for 10 years to fuel, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Hamas. And he used Palestinians as 
uh, as the uh, human shields that we know that they are. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, Stu, Lamar, whatever his name, Damar Hamlin is dead. Peters is now saying that people were booing um, uh, President Trump. Small little sliver of a couple people up top. It, it seemed like it was totally there were like staged. There was like almost 100,000 people there. It seemed like it was staged. Um, but if you're tuned in to Stu Peters and you're pumping, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're pumping your energy towards supporting Hamas and all the death hoax crap and all the fake stuff that Stu Peters has done, do me a favor. Go look him up on YouTube. He's about as real right now. What Stu Peters needs to do is to switch up and use his uh, slim shady accent that he used to do that, that he used to use when he was exploiting young little uh, Asian women for his music videos when his name was Focus. Okay, he's about as real in independent media, making everybody look bad right now. He's about as real as he was when he was playing slim shady, uh, being a, a little white rapper, huh? Vanilla, vanilla chocolate focus, the anti-Israel, anti-Trump, pro-death hoax, Stu Peters. I'm mm-hmm. coming right out to say that. And Stu, you want to come after me? Don't worry about it. We'll go all in with what I know to be some of your issues, okay? That are throwing millions of people that have been following this guy over the rails with this crap. And he's anti-Trump. That's it. I'm done with you, Stu Peters. And I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about it, you death hoaxer. You freaking pro-Hamas militant. Huh? Change your accent, Stu. Ladies and gentlemen, stay right there. We will be back right after this short message. I'm excited. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long so please order now are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns lockdowns natural disasters power outages or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal time waits for no one and neither do emergencies PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies you're not just buying food you're buying peace of mind 
Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. the remaining balance of this segment, Deb Jordan, uh -huh. uh, to get right into the Lex Freeman. You're going to hear from Sam Altman, okay? Sam Altman, the CEO of uh, OpenAI, and he's going to talk about AGI right now. If it's too complex, don't worry about it. You need to hear the language because it, it it's just like um, imagine if you could hear the scientists that got together when they were in the doing the Manhattan Project, right? And they were developing nukes. You would mm -hmm. want to hear them, even though it's too technical for you. You would want to know what it results in, potentially an extinction level event, right? So in that context. I want you to listen uh, to to Lex Freeman and Sam Altman um, right now. Okay, just listen to it, hear the technology, and start learning. If you're not learning about nukes, right, or something even bigger, which is AGI. people that are critical of uh, large language models being able to achieve general intelligence right and so it's an interesting question that they've been able to achieve so much incredible stuff do you, do you think it's possible that large language models really is the way we, we build agi i think it's part of the way i think we need other super important things this is philosophizing a little bit like what what kind of components do you think uh, in a technical sense or a poetic sense does it need to have a body that it can experience the world directly? 
I don't think it needs that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say any of this stuff with certainty, like we're deep into the unknown here. For me, a system that cannot go significantly add to the sum total of scientific knowledge we have access to, kind of discover, invent, whatever you want to call it, new fundamental science is not a super intelligence. And to do that really well, I think we will need to expand on the GPT paradigm in pretty important ways that we're still missing ideas for. But I don't know what those ideas are. We're trying to find them. I could argue sort of the opposite point that you could have deep, big scientific breakthroughs with just the data that GPT is trained on. So like, I maybe, think some of maybe. it is like if you prompt it correctly. Look, if an oracle told me far from the future that GPT-10 turned out to be a true AGI somehow, mm -hmm. you know, maybe just some very small new ideas, I would be like, okay, I can believe that. Not what I would have expected sitting here and would have said a new big idea, but I can believe that. This prompting chain, if you extend it very far and, and then increase at scale the number of those interactions, like what kind of these things start getting integrated into human society <laughs> and starts building on top of each other. I mean, like, I don't think we understand what that looks like. It's, like you said, it's been six days. The thing that I am so excited about with this is not that it's a system that kind of goes off and does its own thing, but that it's this tool that humans are using in this feedback loop. Helpful for us for a bunch of reasons. We get to, you know, learn more about trajectories through multiple iterations, but I am excited about a world where AI is an extension of human will and a amplifier of our abilities and this like, you know, most useful tool yet created. And that is certainly how people are using it. And I mean, just like look at Twitter, like the, the results are amazing. People's like self-reported happiness with getting to work with this are great. So yeah, like maybe we never build AGI, but we just make humans super great. Still a huge win. Yeah, I said I'm, I'm part of those people. Like the, the amount, uh, I derive a lot of happiness from programming together with GPT. Uh, part of it is a little bit of terror. Of can you say more about that? <laughs> there's a meme <laughs> I saw today that uh, everybody's freaking out about uh, sort of GPT taking programmer jobs. No, it's uh, the the reality is just it's going to be taking like. If it's going to take your job, it means you were a shitty programmer. There's some truth to that. Maybe there's some human element that's really fundamental to the creative act, to the act of genius that is in, in great design that is involved in programming. And maybe I'm just really impressed by the, all the boilerplate but that I don't see as boilerplate, but is actually pretty boilerplate. Yeah, and maybe that you create like, you know, in a day of programming, you have one really important idea. Yeah. And that's the contribution. And that's the contribution. And there may be, like, I, I think we're going to find, so I suspect that is happening with great programmers and that GPT-like models are far away from that one thing, even though they're going to automate a lot of other programming. But again, most programmers have some sense of, you know, anxiety about what the future is going to look like, but mostly they're like, this is amazing. I am yeah, 10 times more productive. Yeah. Don't ever take this away from me. There's not a lot of people that use it and say like, turn this off, you know? Yeah. So I, I think, uh, so to speak to the psychology of terror is more like, this is awesome. 
This is too awesome. I'm it's too scared. Awesome. Yeah. There is a little <laughs> bit of coffee tastes too good. <laughs> you know, when Kasparov lost to Deep Blue, somebody said, and maybe it was him, that like chess is over now. Yeah. If an AI can beat a human at chess, then no one's going to bother to keep playing, right? Because like, what's the purpose of us or whatever? That was 30 years ago, 25 years ago, something like that. I believe that chess has never been more popular than it is right now. And people keep wanting to play and wanting to watch. And by the way, we don't watch two AIs play each other, no. which would be a far better game in some sense than whatever else. But that's, that's not what we choose to do. Like we are somehow much more interested in what humans do in this sense and whether or not Magnus loses to that kid then what happens when two much, much better AIs play each other? Well, actually, when two AIs play each other, it's not a better game by our definition of better. Because we just can't understand it. No, I think I think they just draw each other. I think the human flaws, and this might apply across the spectrum here, with AIs will make life way better, but we'll still want drama. We will, that's we'll for sure. We'll still want imperfection and flaws, and AI will not have as much of that. Look. I mean, I hate to sound like utopic tech bro here, but if you'll excuse me for three seconds, like the, the, the level of the increase in quality of life that AI can deliver is extraordinary. We can make the world amazing and we can make people's lives amazing. We can cure diseases. We can increase material wealth. We can like help people be happier, more fulfilled, all of these sorts of things. And then people are like, oh, well, no one is going to work. But people want status. People want drama. People want new things. People want to create. People want to, like, feel useful. Um, people want to do all these things. And we're just going to find new and Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break away here. Uh, if you're bored by it or you don't understand what they're talking about that's okay i'm gonna force this upon humanity because you know what we the people want we the people want to live we want to live so everybody stay right there we'll be right back Frank's speech is gone everybody else stay right there everyone stay right there because uh, I'm going to make a couple of special announcements on top of, of course, remember, um, I'm on a 21-day fat farm challenge. It's Pete Santilli's fat farm challenge, uh, and that is brought to you by um, our new sponsor. I want you to embrace them, please. Just a, a quick, I want you to join me here. Buyoptimizers.com. Cyber Sunday, uh, Cyber Monday special. Save 25%. Um, and that lasts until the end of the 28th. Use promo code Pete. Of course, get their uh, magnesium products and the keto products as well. You're going to be hearing more about that uh, in the coming days. All right. Here is another huge, huge thing for us, for me, and our relationship with our long-standing relationship. Can you imagine, uh, Deb Jordan, please uh, join me in emphasizing this one point, uh -huh. okay? Uh, because we've been a big 
advocate for uh, for telemedicine. We have been. And at one point mm-hmm. in time, we wanted Dr. Peter McCullough to join us with, with one company. And then he went on to, uh, because of contractual relationship, the wellness company. Mm-hmm. We love Dr. Peter McCullough. He brought us Dr. Yvette Lozano and Dr. Yvette Lozano brought us Dr. <laughs> Peter McCullough, right? Right, right. But Dr. Uh, uh, Peter McCullough has developed, you'll see down at the bottom, uh, it's spike support formulated by him. For those of you that are interested in reversing the damage caused by the bioweapon, okay, and the spike mm-hmm. proteins, you take spike support. If you've taken the Vax, I'm not going to say it's going to reverse the damage of the uh, because I don't want us to get hit by the goons. You know, Big Pharma will come after us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wellness company, twc.health forward slash Pete. Right now you can use 10%. Uh, I mean, you can use promo code P to get 10% off. Um, there's two things that we want you to do. Add to your bug out bag. The prescription emergency kit. China cuts us off. You're going to need to have certain prescription medications available. Here's the second thing. I want you to get the election variant COVID emergency kit. It's prescribed ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, budesonide with a nebulizer. Okay. Uh, hold mm-hmm. on a second. Let me get us over the top here. And we're going to continue on for the next couple of minutes. There we go. There we go. Fantastic. So two minutes coming over the top. So um, the wellness uh, company's medical emergency kit holds eight life-saving uh, medications that every American should keep in their medicine cabinet. It's like having a pharmacy at home uh, containing medications, many of which um, you've heard us, you know, mention on our show before, antibiotics, antivirals, uh, antiparasitics, meds like uh, amoxicillin, ivermectin, z plus a 22-page guidebook with instruction on safe use, and it gets prescribed by the doctors at the wellness company, mm-hmm. all of whom are not going to be afraid to say ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and budesonide, all right? So twc.health forward slash Pete. Our biggest need, believe it or not, people have been asking how I got vaxxed. I didn't get boosted, but I had to keep my job. You know, I'm worried about the spike proteins. How do I reverse that damage? Spike support is that product. Dr. Peter McCullough developed it, and I asked you the question, and I want you to say it. Mm-hmm. I said, do you trust Dr. Peter McCullough? Mm-hmm. Do you trust Dr. Peter McCullough? 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And and you even went so far as to say that you're happy with your telemedicine company. Mm-hmm. But because of the supplementation, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Drew uh, uh, Pinsky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. that we're going to make the move as a family uh, to go to the wellness company, all right? And that's a big deal. Yeah, it right? is a big deal. And listen, every time... We're coming COVID, back on. Every time COVID season rolls around, everybody's scrambling to get everything they need. And you don't want to be caught again no. without being able to get a hold of these things like we were... Uh, uh, just a couple of years ago. So 
this is a great idea and it's a great product so make sure you guys uh make sure you guys take advantage of that by two amazing doctors okay that's right and here we go we're coming back on from uh frank's beach on rumble you guys heard our special announcements um and i'm gonna say it again um this is a big deal all right and, and you know what uh here here's the deal this is what i'm gonna do at the end of you know the month of november into december this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put my best foot forward here with bioptimizers i'll mention bioptimizers okay i'm gonna use their products in my uh my my journey here my 21 day journey bioptimizers.com you can join me all right get the keto products um and get the um uh the, the magnesium uh products all right and today through november 28th you can get 25 percent off and then join me in december and this is what i'm going to do today is my first day Deb knows how serious I am because I just lost 20-something pounds. You may not notice it, but I did. Uh, I need to get in shape for what is to come. Marine Corps shape, all right? Uh, and I can't do that by being a freaking oaf. So I'm going with a radical methodology in a very quick period of time. 21-day challenge. Pete Santilli's Fat Farm, all right? Mm -hmm. So get on the fat farm with me. 21 day challenge. Uh, you can join me in the month of December. And guess what? This isn't to pitch a product. This is to use the product and for you to see the results. Bioptimizers.com. Right? And then in January, when you see the results, who's going to be the best advocate for Bioptimizers products? I'm going to take this. I'm going to take December off altogether, but I'm going to stay focused on my 21 day challenge how does that sound whoever wants to join me if you're a fat loaf like i am <laughs> uh join me okay join me go to bioptimizers.com uh and, and this isn't just a pitch this is I, I want a bunch of fat people uh with me to join me uh beginning so of december alone. so you're not alone yeah. i'm going to do every other day fasting and you're going to see the results after 21 days and i'm beginning that today uh, but December 1st, between now and December 1st. So get your products, get keto products. Magnesium's huge. Uh, you're going to, you're not sleeping well. I'm not sleeping well. I need to supplement, okay, in order to get restful sleep. All right. So bioptimizers.com, get your discount 25% until November 28th. Let's hit December hard uh, with me. Will you do that? Mm. Hmm? Is the colonel on today? Yes. He is? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Everybody stay right there. Colonel John Mills uh, will be joining me here momentarily. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't get my briefings and, and I'm about to smash my face into the computer. Uh, but that's quite all right. Huh? Right? That was my fault. I was just, just I was give me a second. I, I'm that's okay. I don't care whose fault it is. I just get egg on my face when this happens. Hmm? Mm. 
scheduler to get stuff like this squared away, right? Hmm? Right? I was reminded last night and yeah, that's, it's, it's the talk by, this, by this morning I had completely mm -mm -mm. Here we go. Slipped my mind. We will get it. We'll have it taken care of. It's Monday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Mm -hmm. We shall have it fixed here momentarily. Everyone stay right there. Everyone stay right there. We'll be right back, and then we'll go commercial uh, uninterrupted from here on out. I'll, I'll fix the glitch later. All right, here we go. Stand by. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Dog whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. 
It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. All right, just a, a little uh, technical hurdle, and we're going to go straight through. Thank you very much on our live streams for allowing me to, uh, to get through that. And um, we have uh, uh, Colonel Mills is joining me uh, via Skype. Um, so I kind of messed up. I was sitting on Zoom. Is that okay, Colonel Mills? I know you're very, very uh, forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen i'm like where's he at where's he at and i'm and i had zoom opened and sir uh my apologies but I, listen i'm not afraid uh to admit it when i make a mistake and i did it's my mistake but thank you very much for joining me hey no problem all right no problem so so sir first of all uh, uh did you have a great thanksgiving you and your family did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, oh yeah yeah we had a great thanksgiving went to this what we call the skyline drive there's uh it's a national park along the shenandoah uh shenandoahs and you can look down into the shenandoah valley from this beautiful restaurant and the uh the whole skyline drive was a beautiful uh, wpa PWA project from the 30s, uh, but it's a beautiful, beautiful drive, beautiful restaurant, wow. kind of a mid-century modern restaurant. I love mid-century modern and uh, just a great Thanksgiving meal. That, that, that's fantastic. And, you know, um, uh, you know, without going into too many details, uh, I also um, visited the birthplace of Ulysses S. Grant right near the Ohio River and, and visited some old historic locations and boy just just a reflection upon can you can you imagine uh, and this is on the on the heels of something that happened in new york city uh ulysses s grant his birthplace and the history of our nation and just reflecting upon that and then hearing the spectacular news about new york city removing from town hall the thomas jefferson statue that had been there for 180 something years could you imagine they want to wipe out that history and that's what i'm i'm leading towards this this wokeness wants to delete all of our history good or bad it doesn't matter what it is but it is our history how we were founded uh who our leaders were in certain regards but you cannot delete that can you well no i mean let's be very clear on the monument issue uh, it depends on are these federal monuments or these state or these city monuments. The citizens in these areas need to rise up and make their voice heard. I don't now now um, I, I I do uh, wow tr trying to make this short here uh, on this on this topic, but I uh, um, if. It is very dangerous to start removing things. I'm not saying that all these it's appropriate to some some of these, some of these statues, it may not be appropriate to display anymore, but you gotta figure out first who owns the statue 
And and then second, uh, uh, then that the, whoever owns that statue, uh, there needs to be a reasonable conversation and dialogue. I'm not maybe some are not appropriate to show anymore, but at the same time, it's extremely dangerous to start wiping out history. That is extremely dangerous. So. But it all depends, you know, if it's a city, I, I don't like what's gone in Charlottesville, Virginia and there, but it depends on who own the, owns these. And then the citizen have to rise up. And this is where I talk over and over again, you've got to rise up and show up to these meetings and say something. Don't let them get away with just, you know, destroying history. Don't let them, you know, people, this is how it happens. You know, we just, you have a kind of an extremist group that runs the city council. And they just, well, we're going to get rid of this. Well, hold on a second here. Where's the dialogue? Where's the discussion? Now we got it. We got it. We don't have time for that. We got to do it now. Got to do it. No, 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 no. Very, very dangerous. And again, I'm not saying there's there's some some statues that, uh, you know, maybe it's not a, not appropriate. And I'm not, not, you know, when I first came into the Army in 1983, I mean, I came from Seattle, a very diverse town. Uh, race relations were well, it wasn't perfect, but it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't nearly as bad as some places. And I came into the army, and there was yeah, I just have to be totally honest. There was this um, dominance of Confederate history in mm. the army, and it always kind of confused me and puzzled me. And I and uh, but again, I'm not saying wipe out or destroy history. You mentioned Grant. Grant Grant said very clearly, Grant and Lincoln has to be a reconciliation. We're not, you know, these are brothers and sisters. They were not the enemy. These are brothers and sisters we fought with. It's now time for reconciliation. So I'm not in favor of wiping out history, but at the same time, we need to have a reasonable conversation, you know, yeah. renaming of, of US, US bases. I, I'd always scratch my head. Why, why are, when I came into the Army in 1883, why are we naming these bases after Confederate leaders? I, did I miss something? Where, why are we doing this? But let's have a reasonable conversation on this topic area. You know, Fort Bragg to Fort Liberty. I'm okay with that. I know that might be controversial to some of the listeners. No. But, and, and you know what? I mean, even even if uh, you were to recognize, okay, well, you know, this statue's here. It's been, it is part of our history. But let's also now transition to having an open and honest discussion that, you know, we believe that our nation is much different than this person that is statuized here in the public square. We're going to actually put this in a special area like a, like a bunch of little trolls out or yard gnomes in a certain area to have the discussion as to why we're removing it from the public square because our nation has moved on. But you can't delete, you know, history. You can't just because of, you know, whatever bias any person may have. But I think they go above and beyond what you're saying. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Recognizing and and almost eulogizing the Confederacy, right, is not necessarily a good thing. That's in in the face of those that were were harmed by the racism associated with that, but I digress, sir. Um, all right, I I have a topic in my soul, and it's a big one. Um, but I'm not going to go to my topic first because, and and it has to do. We start talking about China, you know, World War, you know, stupid, all that stuff, and all the topics that you. Are, are very well versed in and you spend day to day studying how to counter. I'm gonna to go to your topics first and then I wanna to transition to this 
fifth generation styled cyber warfare. I mean, world war or whatever it is, is right now being fought in the cyber realm. No doubt about it. I see that shaping up even through the recent removal of the CEO of OpenAI, Sam Altman. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a big thing. I pulled a muscle trying to keep up with that one. He's out. He's in. The board is out. I, I, you know, I just, I pulled a hamstring muscle trying to follow that. I literally spent three days digging into this thing and I've got some stuff nailed. uh, And it's way bigger than just personality conflict between boards. Um, There's some stuff happening there. But most importantly, the discoveries that have been made as to AGI and what this battle is and who funded open AI and the competition worldwide. So the competition right now on the global stage, there's a monetary system uh, battle right now. We're going into the, the, I mean, this week alone, all of the central banks are making decisions on how to contend with this collapse, collapse of the fiat system to go to central bank digital currencies. There's going to be some market uh, reverberations as a result of that. So we got the financial system. We got geopolitical stuff. We've got a perfect storm of, of what, of a, <laughs> it's it's a mess. It is a mess, and everybody's posturing for how they're going to be on the other side as the global dominant figure. Are they not? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, there's a lot of mystery to these trending topics. It's just like nuclear weapons, nuclear atomic energy was in the 50s and the 60s. There was a lot of uh, um, there's always these I call them current topics, cause celeb topics that are considered spooky, scary, evil the promise to make civilization better. I mean, back in the 50s and 60s, atomic energy was going to be the future. No matter what the question was, the answer was atomic energy. I'm all, I'm a big fan of nuclear energy. I'm a big fan. I think it's very good. Um, but the spookiness of AI is interesting. And with all the other trends ongoing, so I'd watch this one closely. China is suddenly interested in talking about international conventions on AI and nuclear weapons. Uh, why is that? Uh, well, you know, totalitarian systems only want to talk when they feel suddenly the advantage is tilted back uh, away from them. Now they want to talk about nuclear weapons. So uh, now they want to talk about AI. So. Um, yeah, this is this is a topic though that is important. Let's just let's just loosely define AI. It's 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 big data, vast vast data. All the, all the data centers in Northern Virginia. You just you can't throw a rock without hitting a data center now in Northern Virginia. I don't know what happened because that wasn't they weren't supposed to be clustered here. Fifteen years ago, the operating concept was they were not going to be clustered in the D.C. area. Now you can't uh, you can't throw a rock without hitting one. That's that's all holding data, big data. So it's big data. The next part is big data analytics, the ability to analyze that data, sort, search, make sense out of it. And this is what's called unstructured data, unstructured data, photos, voice text. Uh, Word documents, 
doing a search across all the, the unstructured data and doing it fast at lightning speed, at cyber speed. And the third element that really this is what's going on is actioning the algorithms to action, big data, big data analytics, mm. and now action it without human interaction. Now the, the DOD instruction for everybody who wants to uh, walk out on policy, I think it's 3000.9, I'm not gonna name the, I know the exact, I know the author very well, and I've worked with him for years, great guy, great guy. Um, but it really, they've updated it several times to account for autonomy and AI and weapon systems. But this is, this is the key struggle and debate right now over AI, is the actioning of the data and 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 it, and it brings to this is where the societal discourse comes well who is writing these algorithms what is their bias what are they trying to are they trying to subjugate and silence a certain sector of the population that uh, says or thinks a certain way well it doesn't sound right so the the, the the debate right now over ai is the actioning and who is writing these these algorithms and their biases? That's really let's try to define where the debate is at, and that's what's concerning. Do we have a bunch of globalist uh, uh, elites that are writing these? And hey, you 80, 90 percent of the American population, you know, we just we're going to tell you the way it's done, and you just don't have any say in this. Mm. No, that's not right, and uh, that's 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 where we got to really be precise on this on the debate over AI. In the, in the in the year 2023 about to be 2024 yeah and and you know um you know this small group of people well, here here's my interjection um as as to how we have no choice for instance but to have oppenheimer you know develop a nuclear weapon because if we don't blow up hiroshima and nagasaki you know uh, then someone else will develop their nuke and they'll have dominus and, and that's how we ended up in the nuclear proliferation business. And, and that put us right on the precipice of this. What, what is it? Is it, a, is it a military ideology? Uh, kill or be killed? Uh, you know, to put together these Manhattan projects to develop something that could potentially wipe out all of humanity, just like when the nuclear bomb was developed. They didn't know that if uh, if they were to detonate it, a nuclear chain reaction could wipe out the entire Earth. Right? Mm -hmm. um, this is the same thing. We're on this precipice, except right now well, there's that there's that potential right extinction level event with this technology, but it's happening, you know, a little bit more covertly behind the scenes in the cyberspace. Is it a little bit? It's a lot different than detonating a nuclear bomb. Well, it, it's this, it's this angst, angst and fear and trepidation of the mysterious nature of AI, just again, like nuclear weapons, but a great movie for everybody's uh, movie stack of things to watch is to understand, you know, societal views of AI and what it could do is watch the Forbin project from 1970, one of the most underrated and not, not acknowledged sci-fi films. And it was about the creation of this all thinking, essentially an AI entity 
uh, as a part of a, we were going to, we were going to make our national security system automatic and AI enabled. That's essentially the thesis of this movie from 50 years, 50 plus years ago, the Forbin project. That's very interesting. Once they turned it on, the first thing the computer asked is, where is the other one? And all all the uh, uh, Dr. Forbin who created this and everybody's going, what what do you mean? What other one? What, What are you talking about computer? What do you mean the other one? Well, this the the AI entity that they had they had awoken and created knew that the that Soviets were working on a similar AI entity. Why? Because they had penetrated just like the, the original atom, atomic bomb project. They had penetrated our organization and were sneaking out the secrets. So they created their own AI equivalent AI entity. But as soon as the uh, our AI entity turned on and realized there was another one. It reached out and essentially took over the other one, destroyed the other one, took it over. But then it started to take over the United States. But it was just, it was, it was, there's a little bit of silliness in there, but it's a, it's a very interesting view of a societal view of a new concept that is mysterious, that is scary, that is not well understood, and all the what ifs of, uh, of this. But yeah, so we're living it right now mm. with AI, uh, with modern AI. And again, it's that ability to action mm-hmm. without human interface based on the, the preset algorithms. And the basic question is, who's writing these? Is there transparency? Mm. Is there visibility? You know, that's, that's the basic, just like the say Google search algorithms. Where's the transparency? Who gets to see that? How do you, how do you, oh no, we can't share this. This is proprietary. No, hold on a second here. Every time I search for a topic, I'm always going this direction and a bazillion other uh, hits are being ignored. Why is that? Hmm. You, you know, and, and, and you listen to this because not only the, uh, the amount of money that flowed into open AI and how that came about. And I was able to track it that during the time, you know who Will Hurd is? Former U.S. House of Representatives. He's a congressman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember yeah Will yeah, Hurd? Yeah. Former CIA covert operative. Became, yeah, yeah, a, one, one, became a congressperson, right? Yeah, yeah. And then went to work for open AI. Right about that time, next thing you know, $10 billion flows from InQtel. This is uh, back in, I think, 2014, 2015 or something like that, right? $10 billion doesn't flow from InQtel to Google because Google says we're no longer doing business with the military-industrial complex or everyone's going to quit. Will Hurd shuttles in $10 billion via Microsoft. Microsoft gets in there, and then you track the you know, the brightest minds on planet Earth, and they start developing these algorithms. Now, here's my question to you. Do you trust this technology in the hands of not just biased, but agended people in San Francisco? <clears throat> yeah, this is this is uh, been my consistent policy on all these matters, transparency and accountability. Yes, sir. Because, you know, when when oftentimes in these AI gatherings, when they when they talk about bias, the unspoken, I mean, what they're really normally referring to are these 
white male extremists. That's that's <laughs> let me just be to, let's just be totally blunt. That's yeah. that's the code word for white male extremism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going, hold on a second here. No, 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 no. This works always here. This this works always. If we're going to have we need to have transparency and accountability on bias uh, because who is writing these algorithms, these mathematical algorithms that say, you know, exclude this, include this, uh, you know, use this percentage, use that percentage, go this direction, go that. Who is setting these? And that's this is why. We must have absolute the, the mathematical algorithms and the components that make up these algorithms. Absolute transparency and accountability. You know, we, you want to address? I want to address bias. I, I want to talk about bias. Let's talk about it. Put it out on the table. Right out Be the to- open. Right out the open. Oh no, no, no! We can't do that. Well, hold on a second here. You know, I, I thought we were talking about bias. You know, yeah. so. Well, also, you have to look at, and, and I'm so glad we're having this discussion. I'm, I'm glad that you're you're willing to have the discussion because we can take it from, you know, bias within the U.S., you know, the leftist versus the, you know, the white male, the attack upon the, the white male and the American flag waver to the global stage, right, where there's bias between free market capitalism and, you know, and, and communism that, you know, East West battle is taking place in the cybersphere. But uh, imagine that for the past, we could say realistically or conservatively, at least the past eight to 10 years, there have been those individuals in Southern, uh, in Southern California, in Northern California, uh, in big tech that have injected a tremendous amount of bias like your Google searches and all the data that has been combed from the internet over 10 years. Now this computer system is going to be relying upon that data in order to come up with its formulated opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they just rigged the system that this AI technology is going to naturally resort to because that that's all it can go by is the data that's out there on the internet that has been combed through for 10 years. The bias yeah. is already baked in. Yeah. And, and yeah, this yeah, computer's going to make a decision based on yeah. their biased information, right? Yeah. yeah. And all this, uh, all my observations are just my own personal, I should have said this up front, are my personal observations. Now, they do not represent any organization. Just, and it's based on my professional experiences uh, when inside a government. And I, and I, Geez, I spent years on this topic area uh, of, I mean, and cybersecurity has really morphed because uh, uh, in many ways, cybersecurity is the enabler for two key trending developments, and that's AI and autonomy. So there you have this almost tr- this triangulation of cyber and, you know, well, just the, the big world is cyber. Uh, the big world of autonomy, the big world of artificial intelligence. It's uh, you can't have a DoD brief or uh, a U.S. government brief without three circles that have a slight have a have an intersection. You always got to have the three circle chart. That's the standard part, no matter yeah. what the topic is. And then it's that intersection of these the three over, topic the overlap, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. So it, it's it's all about bias. Now, if we have a weapon system AI, uh, do we want to publicly 
display that code? Uh, I would say probably not, Mm -hmm. but you know, for searches on the internet, which are an AI enabled algorithm. Absolutely. I think, I think that should be, that should be mandatory that that is, uh, that is publicly available. Now this is, this has been a debate in the, in the, you know, we, we, we missed the key issues in the debate over big tech. This is the big one is transparency of these search algorithms. Yeah. But can you imagine in a battle between now, let's take it to the next level. All right. Let's, let, let's talk, um, Military to military, U.S. military, the Pentagon. Do we want to display the Pentagon's algorithms for how they're using AI uh, out in the, you know, for cyber warfare that becomes kinetic in the following way? And everyone can relate to this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to program into our system right now. We're Chinese. We're the Chinese military. We're going to do pre-programming of drone swarms that will target specifically any right-wing rhetoric people on the internet. And we're going to send those drones. We've got your drone coordinates and we will take out just basically all the right-wingers in the U.S. And there we have normalization and uh, full-blown unopposed communism. They could do that. Yeah, well, that's that's where... That's where we have to have an open dialogue on, because uh, 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 you know we we clearly there are there is concerns, and this goes back to Executive Order one three eight four eight from oh. October of twenty eighteen. There you go. This where and and the Smith Moon twenty thirteen update. There you um, go. So now now we have the two critical foundational documents that have weaponized the US government against the US citizens. So so do I want uh, transparency and accountability? I always want transparency and accountability no matter what. But for a weapon systems based on defending Americans from Chinese weapon systems, okay, I say that's pretty clear. That's something we have to keep uh, keep confidential. The problem is that saying that same innate capability all of a sudden is pivoted toward the American people. It's like, whoa, 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 time out here, time out here. But we, we've lost the checks and balances to address these matters. And that's the challenge. And again, but this is, this is the challenge is, is we have to, we have to, uh, the United States government is capsized and become uh, uh, weaponized in many cases against the U.S. people. And we have to, whoa, whoa, time out here. We cannot continue on as a constitutional republic the way this no. this is going. So we have to we have, we have to have an open dialogue on this. This is big money, capital flows toward growth. This is considered a growth area. So all the big wigs, all the elites, all the globalists, you know, they, hey, you 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 know you you hick and hayseed average citizen, you get out of the way. This is our terrain. This is our turf. You have no idea what you're talking about. We're going to make the decisions now. Hold on, time out here. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The American government's owned by the American people. Yes, and sir, uh, uh, let's just take one. I, I'm not going to break away for a commercial. This is what I'm going to say. Um, both of your books are available at mystore.com forward slash Pete. Now, I want to recommend that everybody get both of those books in a package deal. And you made them available on my store in order to support Mike Lindell, support our show. I mean, it's like a quadruple whammy as far as I'm concerned by making that move. And I thank you for doing that. 
to support independent media, to support Mike Lindell's efforts, support the employees of, uh, of my pillow and my store. So mystore.com forward slash Pete. Um, not only do you get, as I always say, 25% off my coffee, uh, but with your coffee, get those, <coughs> uh, those two books that you have out and they're autographed. If you get them at mystore.com, is that correct? That is correct. Autographed is correct. by you. So you make those purchases, mystore.com forward slash Pete. Great gift to give to your libtard family members. <laughs> I'm, I'm being facetious, but then again, I'm absolutely right when I say that. It's a it's a great gift. Um, if if they're all. triggered by uh, transparency <laughs> and accountability, so be it. <laughs> that's that's exactly right, sir. Um, okay, now back back to the topic at hand. So cyber warfare, we have to have transparency. Uh, and and I, want you to, I want you to speak to this. Uh, you are a Christian conservative sworn officer of the U.S. military, retired, but your commission never expires, of course. I'm, I'm, my biggest concern right now is that all the conservatives are being told, oh, the evil AI, stay away from it, and they're going to stay away from it, while the left right now is going to use, and they are using it, to craft and sculpt an electoral win in the 2024 election, and we're going to be caught sleeping at the wheel. Are they, here's my question, are they using AI to at least manipulate the minds of somebody that might be down the middle of the road. Uh, as you know, Dr. Robert Epstein says, Google and the internet, they're using very subtle but very dangerous bot technology to interact with people online to sway an election without your knowledge. And those subtleties, it's a social engineering program. Are they not using AI to target certain areas that may need a little bit of work? They can win hearts and minds electronically and not even touch a voting machine. Are they using AI, do you believe? Well, we, we, we need transparency and accountability on DHS CISA. That's the issue because that's where, to be uh, honest, in the 2024 budget, everybody was flatlined on cyber. The yeah. FBI, which, which I would argue has one of the, the most important roles, their cyber budget flatlined. Flatline DOD budget. I don't even want to go into that. <laughs> I mean, you can always make make things look like they're growing by just reflagging and retitling other activities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even want to address the DOD budget, but right. the big spike in cyber spending was absolutely at DHS CISA, which is where it's. This is again all eyes on the Missouri and Louisiana Supreme Court case. We need better accountability and transparency on the different line items of the DHS system budget. That's where the big spike is at. That's where the concern is uh, a collusion with NewsGuard, uh, collusion with uh, between DHS CISA and a number of oh, the, the uh, election integrity project, including Stanford, University of Washington, the Atlantic Council. So this is what needs a huge, huge spotlight on it, is what exactly is going on. And this is all related to the Missouri and Louisiana case. Uh, what is going on there? And this whole thing, I'll name it the Center, Center for Internet Security and uh, the people who created the, uh, created the uh, 
uh, Albert Sensor, where the exact same two leads, I'm not going to mention their names, who work at Center for Internet Security, a nonprofit. I know them well. I have great, I had great respect for them, but I'm, I have grave concern what they're up to. Uh, they created the Albert Sensor based on Einstein. And what is it up to? And so is do we have a federal entity really having access and visibility down to the precinct level on poll books and machines? Well, obviously that means there's internet connectivity and the argument is, oh, these, these machines, which they like to say are tabulators now, you know, oh, they have no internet connectivity, but DHS is using their Albert sensors to see into them, but they don't have internet connectivity. Well, which way is it? Which way is it? So, and the two folks who uh, created uh, uh, created uh, the Albert sensor, the same ones who created the Einstein sensor, and uh, 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 which you know was kind of yesterday's solution delivered tomorrow. Meaning a lot of bad stuff was getting through. Mm. Meaning we had a porous security. So yes, we're taking porous security and now applying it to it. Just this, things don't make sense here, which goes back to we always default to transparency and accountability. We don't have it right now at DHS CISA. We don't. And uh, in the interest of full uh, transparency and disclosure, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we want to reveal to you uh, something that when I was drinking my coffee, reading your Substack, I actually pronounced UDS Quadit. Uh, which is the unattributed deep state quote of the day. <laughs> Can you please tell us in your sub stack? I'm serious. I almost spit out my coffee when I read that. I'm like, God squad it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and oh, it just prompted which, me to read it. Okay. And which, which one, which unattributed one? deep state quote of the day or There's so many. So well, I don't hold on know a second. One. Here's my point. You ready? I want to uh, have President, I want to prepare an executive order. I'd like you to uh, help guide this to have President Trump at 1201 write an executive order to bomb drone strike against the Department of Acronyms. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The unattributed deep state quote of the day, which I for paying customers to the uh, to the uh, Substack, they get to yeah. they the full details. But I mean, the full truth on that was um, I had a boss for a number of years. I had several bosses, but one of them uh, was definitely leaned blue. But doesn't matter. We're sworn professionals. Him and I were actually very good friends, and we got along great. And he actually was very good to me and defended me on a number of occasions from the crazy. Right. But he loved my quotes and my ability to capture quotes from all these silly meetings, <laughs> these silly top level meetings. And he says, John, I love it. I love it. Would you please put those out regularly? <laughs> Uh, which which actually led, and we're the ones in charge of policy for the entire Department of Defense on these matters, which led to us having to be having to write the policy that you can't put out chain mail, have have silly quotes, things like that. So it in some ways uh, uh, this triggered new policy to shut down exactly this. But he just he was he was blue leaning. But him and I had a great relationship. We just didn't talk politics. And uh, uh, he loved them, and he just thought they were hilarious. And uh, you know, just the ability to capture the essence of these hard edge, sharp elbowed 
wild free for all world, you know, uh, you know, uh, mixed martial art meetings at the White House, at the second, in the office of the Secretary of Defense, and the interagency, all over the world, and just capture these pithy quotes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So the most recent one was, uh, let's see, what was? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is a no kidding quote. This is a no kidding quote. Uh, none of, all these are no kidding quotes. I didn't say all these. Uh, uh, these are from. I, I have to. I, I have to maintain the anonymity of who said this. So this of course, was, of course. Yeah. So we're in a meeting, and uh, uh, the, the senior executive says, "We have to go after Weha." And I'm going. <laughs> we're all looking around. We're, we're, and I know Weeha. what that is. I know what Weha is. is by the way. Show. <laughs> <laughs> And, or, uh, and, uh, and by the way, who is our greatest adversary right now uh, on the world yeah. stage? Who is it? It's Weehaw. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, what, what is he talking about? And finally, after a while, we realized he was talking about the Chinese IT firm of Huawei. But, you know, you, I've heard people, you know, pronounce it many different ways. And he's he's literally standing up saying Weehaw over again, over and over again. Everybody's looking around. What is he talking about? Yeah. Uh, and is he but, National Security Council level? Uh, yeah, he actually was, uh, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, we can't, you know, now, you know, we can't even phonetically pronounce the Chinese name correctly. We butch, you know, some people butcher it so badly. So he's shouting, we have to go after Weeha. Mm -hmm. we what, what does country music have to do with this, this topic? And then we realized yeah. he was talking about Huawei. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and to the point in corporate America, I used to work for the 35th largest company in the world, Bell South. Okay. okay. So we talk about bureaucracy and big business, huge Coca-Cola as well. Same thing. You got the internal bureaucrats. I used to refer to, I was in sales and marketing. I would call the people in the accounting department and operations, the sales prevention department. Okay. Because mm -hmm. they, <laughs> they, they just, they didn't know how to, how to grow. They just know how to put procedures and, any problem to be solved, you could do it with a form. I know there's a problem. Let's create a form. Th that relates right back to, because I worked for the U.S. government and the Marine Corps. Same level of bureau bureaucracy back then when I was in. Now I'm hearing the red tape bureaucrats right now that are going to decide whether or not we live or die are making decisions that ultimately result, sadly, in our death, like the pullout, I'm listening to former CIA agents that were well aware of what was going on in Afghanistan that talked about the State Department red tape on our pullout of Afghanistan. Sir, we're not just in trouble, um, like fighting, you know, two or three different theaters where we should be able to fight, what is it, one and a half wars as far as our military pre uh, preparedness is concerned. Uh, we can't even fight 0.25 because of our bureaucratic incompetence in, in getting things done. That's my outsider's analysis. Am I wrong in that? We're in trouble bureaucratically. Well, you got a bunch of lifelong bureaucrats that are running Congress, staffers behind the scene, as well as the Pentagon. Yes? Yeah, I mean, everybody has complained for decades about, uh, you know, the slowness of the DOD acquisition system, et cetera, et cetera. And other, you know, issues like that, it's it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And now 
you know, you can't, it just take years, it takes years and decades and you can't even, I need a bazillion dollars to even do what you're talking about in this legislation that's now passed. And it's just, it's just utter silliness um, and, and just a straight jacketed view, you know, and I always go back to shipbuilding and, uh, you know, we've known this is an issue for 15, 20 years and, and and I used to, uh, you know, a, a good colleague of mine ran the spreader, no, a Navy captain ran the spreadsheet for the shipbuilding program, an Excel spreadsheet of by year, what is going to be made in what shipyard. And the guy, it was just, uh, you know, it was borderline about to jump out the window because it just was impossible to get this spreadsheet correct and 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 the capacity of the existing in, uh, industrial base was just nowhere uh, up to any kind of increases so this is the yeah, bottom line is the bureaucracy has gotten almost uh impossible to make progress and uh, uh this is this is a deep state tenant is we're spending a lot of money on this stuff we need to see results we need to see action 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 not 20 years of uh, pondering and gazing at the issue and yeah. uh, you know the department yeah. of defense and, and the u.s government is supposed to deliver security to the american people and that's that means from the external threat not it's not supposed to be weaponized against the american people but you know so core missions are yeah. just, they're struggling to do core missions it's 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 okay to be critical of the bureaucracy as a commentator is it not and somebody i'm listen i i worked at a much different a lower level enlisted uh uh level i wasn't a commissioned officer uh but i understood the various ranks and what their roles were and i understood what my role was but it's okay for me to criticize the fact i'll give you an example internally Disaster prepared. I was involved with development of the Federal Continuity Directive when Rex 84 and FEMA was born, right? Okay. How do you handle wow. continuity of government? Because of my injury, I was grounded and I had a desk job. It just so happened that I was exposed to Federal Continuity Directive. And there must be that three ring binder at the time. You pull off the shelf and say, chain of command, this is what we do. We just lost the eastern seaboard. Uh, this uh, Our chain of commands wiped out, but here's how we backfill the entire thing. So certain levels of bureaucracy are okay. And then I watch uh, that thing morph into what is the Department of Homeland Security, uh, FEMA. Next thing you know, they go to the, um, uh, the fires in Hawaii. What's the first thing they do? Have a one-week wogtard session on diversity equity and inclusion right in the middle of a disaster so is it okay for me to be critical i'm not anti-government by criticizing that would not be the right moment to be talking about diversity equity and inclusion and celebrating transgender week wow just like the ai discussion yeah. sounds like bias <laughs> sounds like uh sounds like bias toward you know not the topic at hand People are dying. People are suffering. Let's yeah. focus on that. Yes. And uh, and and again, every uh, you know, this is again for all this is just based upon my time inside of government. I've heard people of both parties say things at the White House. The American people, uh, uh, verbatim, are are either too stupid verbatim uh, or don't know how to make these decisions 
verbatim. We don't, uh, we have to make them for them. And that's just always the wrong attitude is uh, no, 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 no. The American government works for the American people. That's the mm-hmm. way it is in our constitutional system. That's mm-hmm. the way it is in our constitutional system. And I, so it, I, uh, I, I have to, I, I want to yield the remaining balance of our time here in two minutes and 44 seconds that we have to the following. I just, I'm coining this phrase not to suck up to you because I've read the books and I understand how important they are. Like, for instance, this book right here, The Nation Will Follow, as to the solutions to handle some of the complaints and criticism I have, um, it's not that we're going to write them off. We still need to be able to function. If D.C. and the 10 square miles and the 535 or so that want to lord over us can't do so efficiently and for our benefit and our posterity, I'm going to say this. This is this is the uh, uh, opposition to this is the new continuity directive. This is it's. Do you like that? Coin that. No, thank you, Pete. It really, really is a continuity directive. We must. The show must go on. We, the people, will have to survive this thing, and we have to do it on our own. If they're incapable of doing it, they can't function. They're the sales prevention department. We have right. <laughs> In D.C. And what do we do from the ground up, county level, drill all the way down to your street level, your county, your zip code, right? And the nation will follow. And then, of course, the war against the deep state. Is it a shooting war? Absolutely not. It's not a shooting war. It's everything to prevent a shooting war. And you can find that bundle of both of those books. I'm calling it the continuity directive. The nation will follow in the war against the deep state autographed by retired Colonel John Mills. And I'll give you the last word here in the last minute we have. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Oh, thank God you. bless you. And God bless everyone. It's just, uh, this is all about our, uh, uh, God family and country and our incredible constitutional Republic. Amen. I don't, unfortunately some find that controversial uh well i'm sorry uh i think we we need to be have open dialogue on this you mentioned in the beginning the uh the statue episode and charlottesville recently took down a statue which may have needed to be taken down what i have grave concern with was the lack of transparent transparency and accountability on that they did it in secret they did it in secret because it was too controversial yep, yep. Yikes, wow, that's dangerous. Yep, 20 20 seconds here left, sir. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks for your patience. Uh, Merry Christmas to you now, right? And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you uh, for your time. Folks, stay right there. We'll be right back right after this. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 
25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets. And because of this, I've been able to add more colors, sizes, and even prints. And they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only $39 a set Queens $35 full $29 and twin size just $25 order now once they're gone they're gone for good you're still looking good I'm still feeling good you know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Dog whoa, bags. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. So we have um, the top of the hour, normally two minutes reserved for Frank speech. I didn't say goodbye to Frank speech, by the way, and Lindell TV. Mm. I didn't. We must uh, remember to do that. No, and we must remember mm-hmm. that. Uh, actually, you know what? We must remember that With, it's Christmas time and it's time remember. to buy my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
back. It is. I, I'm not even. Uh, I'm not even. Oh, I am. Oh, oh my goodness. You guys, I was feeling, you know what? This is what I do. What I, we love you guys so much. And I was literally feeling uh, separation anxiety because I said, I didn't say goodbye to everybody over at Lindell TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, that happens. Our first two hours on Lindell TV, of course, it goes we by are anchored. so fast. Well, okay, this is what I'll say. I, can I say goodness. this to our beloved uh, listeners, viewers over at Lindell TV? Rumble, okay, we've made an effort. We cut out all the other channels during our live stream and done it exclusively exclusively with uh, with Rumble. I say exclusively. And I said, but I will never, ever, ever turn my back on Lindell TV and Mike Lindell. Ever. Ever. And they so respected that. Not only did they respect it, I think Chris uh, Pavlovsky from, he's the CEO. Mm-hmm. of uh of rumble yeah. and mike lindell ended up having a conversation Good. shortly thereafter because mike was like you know i'm in because i was telling mike about the uh executives at rumble and i said you need to get together and cross stream over to rumble he goes oh yeah i'm already talking to chris pavlovsky so <laughs> there is that relationship there so we were one big huge happy family helping to support this Everybody. effort uh, yeah. Promoting free speech. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at what I put down at the bottom. I made that addition right there to our lower third. Help. I'm saying, Mike, save America. If it's not clear to you what Mike Lindell has done, oh my goodness, by taking the profits from our purchases, right, mm-hmm. and invested it in saving our country, laying it all on the line. So go to mypillow.com forward slash Pete. And Deb Jordan, I, get, I gave you the special that's, uh, what's the hot deal right now? What is it? Uh, I gave that to you. I'm not available to you. No, to tell everybody I, what I the, know. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm okay. so sorry. There's, well, I was on the site yesterday. Yeah, it's, and there's quite a bit. Here, I gotta I'll, tell I'll you. get it for you. I did all of that work, prepared it for you. But don't mm-hmm. worry about it. I got your back. It's you're the, so amazing. I'll Thank talk you. about. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, Mike Lindell has now introduced a special bra. Okay, <laughs> and uh, let me. I'll bet you if Mike Lindell invented a, it'd be like <laughs> a pill, a pillow for your boobies. <laughs> <laughs> a pillow for your pillows. That's hilarious. Mike Lindell has just announced a new over-the-shoulder boulder holder. He's, he's probably going, oh, no, Pete, please. <laughs> no. But that's well, not such a bad idea. I, I, pillow you for know, your pillows? Hey, a pillow for your pillows. <laughs> the all-new MyPillow. You ready? Bed sheets. 100% long See, staple. See, Nicolette, Nicoletta uh, said, she said, I'd buy a bra. Yeah. You know what you can do? You can get uh, the My Slippers. They're so comfortable. Seriously, you could literally put them right over your boobies and it'd be just as fine. <laughs> but just yeah. think about it. I oh, mean, you could put your build, boobies in those my slippers, couldn't if, you? If he if he invented a what? sports bra <laughs> that's made out of the same material as his You know what? As the pajamas or I okay. mean I'm in I love my Listen, pajamas. I can't get enough of here's them. Here's the deal. I'm gonna put They're the telephone great. number across the bottom as well. You ready? Mm-hmm. Everybody write this number down. You ready? I want you to call 1-800-844-0282. That's 800-844-0282. 
and you tell the MyPillow employee, right? They, they're working. Actually, the IRS is trying to, of course, destroy them, too. When they answer the phone, you tell that MyPillow employee, I'd like to get two my slippers. I understand Pete Santilli's got a new application for it. <laughs> Instead of the MyPillow bra, I'd like yeah. to be able to get a separate set of my slippers uh, for my boobies. That's hilarious. And I heard that on the Pete Santilli show. Can you please tell them right now, order your my slippers at, for a special application to hold up your, your you know what, your mammalian protuberances <laughs> at 800 844 Zero two eight two. He really should think about inventing a sports bra he for should. women. I think he, he doesn't. But need the it. guys are the guys are on here saying Just what about use, jock straps? They you know you can use <laughs> can the slip-ons. Okay. Yeah. You can use the my pillow slip-ons. It's funny, right? You're hilarious. And, but and, they and, do and, have. If you guys have been in the market for a a um, a mattress. If you're one of those people that are, you the know, deal, the deal right now that I wrote on your sheet, where's your paperwork, by the way? I gave you the deal. I think it got, I think it got left upstairs. Yes, I bet it did. No, uh, the all new MyPillow bed sheets, 100% long staple cotton. You know what? People need to die when you leave your paperwork behind. And then, <laughs> then I could. <laughs> People are going to die because huh? I left my paperwork upstairs. Yeah. I can uh, run get it if you like. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've, I've had a, a, this is a part of my self-therapy, okay? Uh, <laughs> because I was in the Marine Corps, right? Everything had to be with absolute precision. Like, why are my socks out of line, right? How come my shirt isn't hanging, you know, facing the left with the top button and all the, right? Oh, my goodness. Why? You're a Nazi. Why? Because when I was in the Marine Corps, if you didn't have like a perfect fod walk, and a mm -hmm. nut gets sucked up into a jet, jet intake, yeah. people die. Yeah, That's what needs to happen. People need to die when you don't bring your paperwork down and present the MyPillow bed sheets, 100% long stable cotton at $24.98. $24.98 at MyPillow.com forward slash Pete. Help Mike save America. Use promo code Pete. So you can get a queen mattress too, one of the coil ones for 700 bucks right now. And... Uh, I got to tell you, if it's anything like our topper with the coils on it, oh my gosh, it's mm -hmm. like going to be the best investment you ever made in your life. 1-800-844-0282. Tell the operator that answers through a MyPillow employee mm -hmm. uh, that you're going to place your order for the new Mike Lindell over-the-shoulder boulder holders. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be so mad at you. Pillows for your pillows. No, they'll laugh. They'll say, where did you get that? And they'll say, Pete Santilli. And they'll go, oh. Pete Santilli. Okay. Right? Pete's at it again. If they don't have any bras for the ladies, mm -hmm. Mike Lindell makes the best, softest material, the oh best. Oh, my gosh. Everything. He needs to make a bra. Nothing like it. Huh? Nothing like it. Right? I have to tell you, um, their their towels are their new towels, the yellow ones. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I I love. That's the what I mean. Make a bra with the. Uh, the I love the color. It mixes well with the all internal. Of my the internal. You make it smooth on the outside. Now the internal, just to make your your mammalian protuberances <laughs> feel great, right? I mean the the. the 
The material that he uses, I don't know where he gets it. Listen uh, to me. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I was my pajamas, literally, my I was feeling her pajamas. pajamas. They're amazing. Yeah. How do those feel up against your, you know what's? Uh, they feel fantastic. I See? love it. All right. Yeah. There you go. They're great. So, ladies and gentlemen, 1-800-844-0282. Be sure to let them know Pete Santilli sent you. Use promo code Pete, of course. When mm -hmm. you play a shirt, just say, I'd like to. Pete Santilli says you got a special secret deal going on for over-the-shoulder <laughs> boulder holders. Uh, Blessed for Eternity says, I love the towels. They actually work. My hair is like, I'm, my hair is I'm gonna getting get super so long, much right? Trouble. My hair is getting super long. Are we and, still on uh, Lindell TV? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's probably tuned in right now. And I'm going to, oh, there he is. He's calling. He said, stop. My hair is super long right now, and it's he's, and he's, I have a lot of it, right? He and, said we just ran out of stock of the uh, uh, my slippers for. Um, there you go. So, uh, the towels. Yeah. Somebody said they actually work. They do because I I wrap my hair up in the towels, right? Mm -mm. Uh, towel dry them at first. Wrap my hair up in it, and when I take the towel off, it's. It's just amazing how, you know, how absorbent they are and just amazing. They're amazing. Okay. They really are. So go. make sure you guys get those orders in. And the yellow towels, mm -hmm. the new color. Oh, my goodness. I, I just love yellow anyway. Yep. So okay. very, they're very pretty. So please allow me to continue on with the discussion. All right. Let me show you a picture of the person that I'm referring to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who was, if you go do the research yourself, all right, you're going to find that what I'm saying is true, right? That's always the case. Um, trust absolutely nobody. Listen to and read everything you get your hands on, right? Mm -hmm. And only believe that which you've researched yourself, all right? True. Because you might find yourself stuck on stupid over at the Stu Peter show. <laughs> you think I'm joking? Uh, I'm, I'm not going after him. I'm literally just calling him out for his little focus. Hey, Stu, I'm the real Slim Shady. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the real Slim Shady. And I don't have to use a, a oh fake, my a fake, a fake uh, street hoodlum accent when I do my music videos. And, and by the way, I don't use Asians either, okay? I don't, mm. because they're an enemy of our constitutional republic. Just kidding. <laughs> Just joking. So, hold um, on. Well, I was going to ask you a question about, because um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to go back to the CIA-funded. We are, right now. AI. You ready? Um, yeah, I am. But, okay. I, you know, I need to ask you a question now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we say all the time that, you know, we need to be careful with AI, correct? I mean, it's getting so good now. Even even one of our production guys, uh, Nathan, was talking about that DeSantis clip that where they put DeSantis, his face, on Ozzy Osbourne, right? And how amazing it was. I mean, and that was from the Dilly Meme team. And it is getting, I mean, I even, we, we the now first have time access, I saw that. We have access to and are using the mm -hmm. technology that, I'll tell you what, never uh, in our show's history have we 
had, you know, access to that level of technology and expert. And, and, and that's great. That's good mm -hmm. for us because we can use the powerful technology for good when we're bashing, you know, the deep state. But check this out. You mm -hmm. ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, several researchers at OpenAI, the company that's behind ChatGPT, mm -hmm. warning of this powerful AI discovery with the potential for threat to humanity. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I went one step further. That now, of course, this this document that was leaked by you know by the board was intentionally leaked. All right. Mm -hmm. Sources indicate that the board's decision to remove Sam Altman was influenced by a range of factors, including concerns over the premature commercialization of advanced AI technologies without fully grasping their full consequences, all right? And, and that gives us a peek under the tent, all right? Now, when, when we go back to Sam Altman, I want you to consider this, all right? He assures, oh, don't worry about it. You're, you know, you're, um, uh, pictures of your husband are good in my hands, although I'm gay from San Francisco. Yeah, right, right? He's gonna put them out on the internet. Um, uh -huh. he, he is your typical, uh, it's, it's almost a pedophilic type approach to cause you, and by the way, you're not going to stand to make hundreds of times worth the investment. Do you understand how much money there is in the development of this techno technology? Do you understand that? That a select hand few, a handful of uh, a few people, a handful of them, have access to the most powerful technology on planet Earth. It's the equivalent of having multiple thermonuclear bombs, okay? Developing that technology, right? Mm -hmm. And it's in the hands of a group of sexual deviants and highly biased people from San Francisco. It's a fact. And they say, don't worry about it. Uh, although it's extinction level stuff, uh, we're good people. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can't even have full transparency. You can't. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Mm -hmm. Be because the entire genesis of open AI came about. Uh oh, is that Mike Lindell? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I'm going to get the call, huh? Maybe. Pete Santilli, we're getting calls and complaints. They said you're saying the inappropriate stuff about over-the-shoulder, my pillow boulder holders, right? No, I think it's a great <laughs> idea. A sports bra call, would be amazing. Call 1-800-844-0282. And as you place your order, be sure to tell the MyPillow employee that you heard of a great recommendation, that you would buy one immediately. Um. I mean, they're so good. You know what he should do? What? Is sell one side, just one one side each, right? Mm -hmm. Separate. Each side. You pay for it. All right, $29.99 for your left boob. $29.99 <laughs> for your right boob. Well, we need to double our sales. Uh, Don't do a...
bundle deal, as they say. <laughs> right? Don't. So call 800-844-0282. Tell them you heard it on the Pete Santilli Show. You want to place your advanced order right now for Mike Lindell's. Because we're just, listen to me. Are you kidding me? I would start procreating again. Oh, my goodness. What? With you? If you got those, oh you put some slippers my. on your... On your tatas? No, my God. My slippers? <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on. Now watch this. Check oh this boy. out. You ready? Yeah. Um, this guy right here. Does he look familiar? Mm. This Will Hurd guy? Will Hurd? I can't see them really. You can't see his picture? See that guy right there? There you go. Does that look familiar? Wow. Will Hurd? Hmm. Do you know who he is? Mm -mm. No? No. He doesn't look familiar. No. Okay. Tell me who he is, and he's then a, he'll be familiar. He's a, a, a left hard uh, that mm -hmm. served in the U.S. House of Representatives between 2015 and 2021. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, William Ballard Heard, uh, an American politician and former, you ready? Here he is. CIA clandestine officer. Uh, by the way, I got a problem with this. He's on the board of OpenAI at the time that $10 billion gets shuttled from InQtel through to Microsoft to OpenAI. He gets that set. He's running around. Now, oh we have a, a... What did I say about Congress being filled with CIA it's clandestine true. officers? There's one right there. Well, it's not okay. only... But what's really dangerous about that, it's not uh, only our government mm. that's been infiltrated by the CIA... It's also the the mainstream media and alternative media is starting to be filled with former CIA and former FBI. And it's just like, wow, you know, it's pretty extensive, really. Once you think about it, once you think about what's going on, right? I mean, when people start saying, I'm former CIA and you're going to love me and people actually do. And it's just like scary. And, and, and <laughs> I'm like, please, wow. And, and please trust me. Um, with the fate of all humanity, please trust me. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, that you're going to trust. Now, now, by the way, William Hurd, again, let me say this again. I've tracked this. You can go look it up yourself. Mm-hmm. Was on the board of OpenAI. $10 billion dollars could not go through Google. Why? Why didn't it go through Google? Because Google is no longer getting involved in developing AI technology for the military industrial complex because all of the employees wanted to quit. They're not going to develop AI technology for the military to do drone swarm technology. And you know what I mean? And, and you can't even have open transparency about military applications and CIA applications. Do you understand mm -hmm. that? You mm -hmm. can't. We right. need, if you're going to develop this technology, we do need full transparency. So here's the dilemma, all right? Is Sam Altman, okay, one of those CIA agents that was in there helping to facilitate the development mm. of technology on behalf of the CIA with funding from the CIA and commercialization of the technology on behalf of the CIA? Do we know that? I'm going to tell you something right now. 
Guess what the copy of the board's letter looked like? Guess what it looked like? What? Swiss cheese. Redactions mm -hmm. up the yinger. Okay? Mm -hmm. You can't even... You can't even read the thing because it's fully redacted. I mean, half of it is redacted. The stuff that's not redacted is telling us that this guy Altman and his discovery, he was not transparent, although he lied, of course, to Lex Freeman, right? Mm -hmm. He lied to Lex Friedman and said, don't worry about it. Trust us, sexual deviants in San Francisco. We will not invade your privacy. Invade your privacy is way beyond that. Where fashion sits, get some over the shoulder boulder holders. We will be back. Stay right there, okay? I have to take a brief break here. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress, all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. So I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. 
and to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99, or for a limited time, you can get my six-piece towel set, regularly $109.99, now only $39.99, the lowest price ever with your promo code. what it is today deb jordan cyber monday it is it's cyber monday and we have to bring you the deals thanks to our sponsors and one of them listen everybody on rumble listen up right now okay listen up right now okay um AriesTech.com. What is AriesTech.com? What is AriesTech? Um, we have kind of like handpicked selected for a very good reason. Because the device that you're streaming on right now, guess what? Uh, it's emitting dangerous. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? That's not my, I'm still waiting for that Mike Lindell call. I want you guys to blow up that phone. <laughs> but, um, right. okay. Um, it's emitting dangerous electromagnetic radiation. That's pretty shocking just for me to say that. It's on Rumble. Uh, Rumble knows this, right? Our cell phones, laptops, tablets, headphones, all emitting harmful EMFs. How many platforms? Is YouTube going to tell you that? Hey, everyone, you're watching YouTube and it's emitting EMFs. Uh, are they doing that? No, they're not. France recently banned the sale of Apple iPhone 12 for breaching European radiation exposure limits. So with that in mind, stuff that I've been studying, I used to work for Bell South Telecommunications. I understood having a brick phone to the side of my head uh, over a period of time could have been potentially uh, harmful to my health. Now we have information that it is, okay? So this patented technology, and Deb Jordan, you know what, I want you to, uh, mm -hmm. to, to join me in this spirit because I know you're holding and you love a couple of devices. Here's, mm -hmm. here's my, this is called the Go. It's a little tiny button right there that goes right on your phone. But that patented technology, all right, which neutralizes electromagnetic radiation. Can't say block, okay? Mm. Uh, because the CIA doesn't like that. They don't want to be blocked <laughs> with their uh, EMF frequencies, right? Right, right. No, but, but the patented technology neutralizes EMF, mm -hmm. all right? CIA doesn't like that yeah. because of their mind control technology. Now, if you want to do it just at the phone level, um, if you want to do it, let's say, for this is called... The Zone Max, if you're really paranoid like me, and you have I one of these that. That right next to you. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, it really is. As a matter of fact, um, you have, I have the small one and the large one, but I, I want you to hold up the ones uh, that, that you like, just real quick, and then we'll. 
This is really nice. Okay, so this comes with a key ring, um, and, and you, you can, can also hang it on your on your neck you as can, well. Mm-hmm. Right, you can use it as a pendant, or you can hang it on your pocketbook, or you know those. It, it's just really pretty. Look at that pretty design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, you have to see it. It's um, it's yeah. golden. I mean, this is a really pretty gold. It's not just brown. See how shiny it is? Mm-hmm. It's a nice little addition. And yeah. it comes with a little ring. There's that one. And then... Um, the zone, right? Which is... This let's is say, called the zone. Yeah. Uh, just the, the, your sphere of influence, right? Oh, yeah. This mm-hmm. one's cool. Okay. So right. here's, here's the packaging, right? Look how pretty that is, right? And then take it out of the box. This is very lightweight. It's not as thick as the other. And so this is what it looks like when you take it out of the package. Yeah. Right. So you slip this in. I would imagine you slip this in your pocketbook or your wallet or. Yeah. Your or your cubicle. Right. Or your That's cubicle. like cubicle level. Um, so go to Aries. Oh, yeah, on your desk. I get it. AriesTech.com. Uh, right. Uh, Cyber Monday, get 35% off by using Pete 35. That's Pete 35. 35% off, right? (laughs) 35% off. It's really cool. Um, When you hold it, you can see that there's a a little hologram kind of thing on the inside. Looks like a face. And it's not, it's not <laughs> hocus pocus. Very cool. It is literally patented technology that helps neutralize those EMFs. All yeah. right. All right. Um, what we don't have, and I'm going to go back to uh, the topic at hand, the CIA. So where did they go somebody, to, to get this? Uh, you're going to go to mm-hmm. Aries Tech, A-I-R-E-S Tech yeah. dot com. Aries Tech. Aries Tech.com. Use Pete 35 for 35% off on Cyber Monday. Cyber right. Monday. Get it today. Cyber Monday. Until they turn that Pete 35 off, go there. Use Pete 35. Aries Tech.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, put one on your put one on your phone. Put one on your phone. Okay. Set one on your desk, on your computer desk. You could. Listen, it's Aries. A-I-R-E-S. T-E-C-H dot com. Use promo code Pete35. There you go. You guys are amazing. All right. Nice little Christmas gift. Wow, what a stocking stuffer. So listen, uh, so again, I I want everybody to do the research that's required. All right. Will Hurd was on the board, straight up CIA. I mean, it's on Wikipedia. You can go see it. He's a CIA clandestine officer that helped shuttle in mm-hmm. on behalf of InQtel, the CIA's finance arm, right? $10 billion via Microsoft to get to where we're at right now, which is what? An extinction level event. That's what the CIA is ultimately uh, involved in on a regular basis, okay? Now, Sam Altman, back back to him, he's going to tell you, don't worry about it and just listen to some of his words and he'll talk about his fears momentarily. I'm going to play this through. I want you guys to hear his own voice. I want you to hear the lispy, soft, left-hearted, homosexual, trust me, from a bunker in San Francisco and pay no attention 
to what I do to my, you know what, on the weekends, okay? <laughs> this person is in charge, and a small handful of them are in charge of whether or not you live or die, okay? And he says, don't worry about it. We won't. We'll try to clean up the bias. Trust us, trust us, trust us. And there he is. Guess what he was doing covertly? He was not acknowledging to the world what the discovery was that could wipe out all humanity. You know what he was doing? He was working on commercializing the technology because he could sell it to the military. He could sell it to big... We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars that he had in his hands. And what was he doing? He wasn't telling the world. He was operating outside of the sphere of influence of the board of directors. And guess mm -hmm. what they did? They fired him. Huh. And then there was an internal revolt. I bet there was because the CIA has plants everywhere. Right? Mm -hmm. So the Central Intelligence Agency is behind this thing with Sam Altman, the development of the technology, and him, although he said he was going to be fully transparent, to not be transparent and not even tell his own board. Well, did you know that? I did not know that. I studied this all weekend. Wow. You can go do the background research yourself, okay? But for right now, um, this segment, of course, is brought to you by, who is it brought to you by? Hmm? neutralize Sam Altman, right? Um, because that guy's spewing all kinds of, you know, EMF, uh, AriesTech.com. Let's listen uh, to more of of Sam Altman. Ready? There he is. It doesn't, um, doesn't try to get rid of humans. And there's some folks who consider all the different problems with a super intelligent AI system. So, uh, one of them is Eliezer Yudkowsky. He warns that AI will likely kill all humans. And there's a bunch of different cases, but I think one way to summarize it is that uh, it's almost impossible to keep AI aligned as it becomes super intelligent. Can you steel man the case for that? And um, to what degree do you disagree with that trajectory? So first of all, I'll say I think that there's some chance of that, and it's really important to acknowledge it because if we don't talk about it, if we don't treat it as potentially real, we won't put enough effort into solving it. And I think we do have to discover new techniques to be able to solve it. Um, I think a lot of the predictions, this is true for any new field, but a lot of the predictions about AI in terms of capabilities, um, in terms of what the safety challenges and the easy parts are going to be have turned up uh, by, by the way uh can, can i just remind everybody mm -hmm. um i it was disclosed you can go back and listen to elon musk he was one of the original board members okay mm -hmm. he wanted to keep it open sourced nonprofit, right and they decided to not keep it nonprofit. and they wanted to go big right Mm -hmm. It was infiltrated by the CIA. Elon Musk bailed, okay, because they wanted to go commercialized and they had Central Intelligence Agency people running around inside the building. You can right. go listen to Elon Musk. What did he do? He said, I'm out of here. You guys are out of control. He did do that. 
And it, it, for those of you that are, don't trust, okay, Elon Musk, all I'm going to say is you don't necessarily need to trust him. Go by what I just said. He bailed on them because they went commercial and they were not transparent. And it, the, the original intention was to keep it open source and keep it fully transparent. They went CIA commercialized. Not to be wrong. The only way. By, by the way, take a look at um, Sam Altman's hands. That's <laughs> oh, no. No, look at his hands. That's my thing. I can't do it. Look at his hands. His hands are like overly washed. What is he touching? Okay. Mm. That's what I want to know. I know how to solve a problem like this. Yeah, it's you know how to solve problems. Why do you wash your hands that much? Through it, learning early. His hands are just about raw. And limiting the number of one shot to get it right scenarios that we have. To steal man, well, there's, I, I can't just pick like one AI safety case or AI alignment case, but I think Eliezer wrote a really great blog post. I think some of his work has been sort of somewhat difficult to follow or had what I view as like quite significant logical flaws. But he wrote this one blog post outlining why he believed that alignment was such a hard problem that I thought was, again, don't agree with a lot of it, but well-reasoned and thoughtful and, and very worth reading. So I think I'd point people to that as the steel man. Yeah, and I'll also have a conversation with him. Um, there is some aspect, and, and I'm torn here because it's difficult to reason about the exponential improvement of technology. Um, but also I've seen time and time again how transparent and iterative trying out uh, as you improve the technology, trying it out, releasing it, testing it, how that can um, improve your understanding of the technology. Uh, there, there was a question here. I need to address it here on the live stream, ladies and gentlemen. There's a question. Um, uh, do the boob pillows come in different sizes? I dislike <laughs> the one size fits all product. I'm going to say this. The answer is they come in multiple sizes, but small ones are not allowed, nor will Mike Lindell sell yoga mats or <laughs> small uh, shoes. Okay. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Jeez. In such that the philosophy of how to do, for example, safety of any kind of technology, but AI safety um, gets adjusted over time rapidly. A lot of the formative AI safety work was done before people even believed in deep learning and, and certainly before people believed in large language models. And I don't think it's like updated enough given everything we've learned now and everything we will learn going forward. So I think it's got to be this very tight feedback loop. I think the theory does play a real role, of course, but continuing to learn what we learn from how the technology trajectory goes is quite important. I think now is a very good time, and we're trying to figure out how to do this, to significantly ramp up technical alignment work. I think we have new tools, we have new understanding, uh, and there's a lot of work that's important to do. That we can do now. So one of the main concerns here is uh, something called AI takeoff or a fast takeoff that the exponential improvement would be really fast. To like in days? In days, yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, there's this is an <laughs> this is a pretty serious, at least to me, it's become more of a serious concern 
just how amazing ChatGPT turned out to be, and then the improvement in GPT-4. Yeah. Almost like to where it surprised everyone, seemingly, you can correct me, including you. So GPT-4 has not surprised me at all in terms of the reception there. ChatGPT surprised us a little bit, but I still was like advocating that we do it because I thought it was going to do really great. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, maybe I thought it would have been like the 10th fastest growing product in history and not the number one fastest. <laughs> like, okay, you know, I think it's like hard. You should never kind of assume something's going to be like the most successful product launch ever. Um, but we thought it was, or at least many of us thought it was going to be GPT-4 has weirdly not been that much of an update for most people. You know, they're like, oh, it's better than 3.5, but I thought it was going to be better than 3.5 and it's cool, but you know, this is like... <laughs> Someone said to me over the weekend, you shipped an AGI and I somehow like am just going about my daily life and I'm not that impressed. <laughs> and I obviously don't think we shipped an AGI, um, but I get the point and the world is continuing on when you build or somebody builds an artificial general intelligence would that be fast or slow would we know it's happening or not would we go about our day on the weekend or not so i'll come back to the would we go about our day or not thing i think there's like a bunch of interesting lessons from covid and the ufo videos and a whole bunch of other stuff yeah. that we can talk to there yeah. but on the takeoff question if we imagine a two by two matrix of short timelines till agi starts long timelines till AGI starts, slow takeoff, fast takeoff. Do you have an instinct on what do you think the safest quadrant would be? So uh, the different options are like slow. next year. Yeah. So the takeoff, the, we start the takeoff period. Yep. Next year or in 20 years. 20 years. And, and then it takes one year or 10 years. Well, you can even say one year or five years, whatever you want for the takeoff. I feel like now is, uh, is safer. So do I. So I'm in the longer now. I'm in the slow takeoff short timelines is the most likely good world. And we optimize the company to have maximum impact in that world, to try to push for that kind of a world. And the decisions that we make are, you know, there's like probability masses, but weighted towards that. And I think I'm very afraid of the fast takeoffs. I think in the longer timelines, it's harder to have a slow takeoff. There's a bunch of other problems too, um, but that's what we're trying to do. Do you think GPT-4 is an AGI? I think if it is, just like with the UFO videos, uh, we wouldn't know immediately. I think it's actually hard to know that. When I was, I've been thinking, I've been playing with GPT-4. And thinking, how would I know if it's an AGI or not? Because I think, uh, in, in terms of, uh, to put it in a different way, um, how much of AGI is the interface I have with the thing? And how much of it uh, is the actual wisdom inside of it? Like, uh, part of me thinks that you can have a model that's capable of super intelligence. And uh, it just hasn't been quite unlocked. What I saw with ChatGPT, just doing that little bit of RL with human feedback makes the thing somewhat much more impressive, much more usable. So maybe if you have a few more tricks, like you said, there's like hundreds of tricks inside OpenAI, a few more tricks and all of a sudden, holy shit, this thing. So I think that GPT-4, although quite impressive, is definitely not an AGI, but isn't it remarkable we're having this debate? <laughs> yeah. 
So what's your intuition why it's not? I think we're getting into the phase where specific definitions of AGI really matter. (laughs) Or we just say, you know, I know it when I see it and I'm not even going to bother with the definition. Um, But under the I know it when I see it, it doesn't feel that close to me. Like if if I were reading a sci-fi book and there was a character that was an AGI and that character was GPT-4, I'd be like, well, this is a shitty book. You know, that's not very cool. Like I was, I would have hoped we had done better. To me, some of the, the human factors are important here. Do you think GPT-4 is conscious? I think no, but... I asked GPT-4 and of course it says no. Do you think GPT-4 is conscious? I think it knows how to fake consciousness. Yes. How to fake consciousness? Yeah. If 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 uh if you provide the right interface and the right prompts. It definitely can answer as if it were. Yeah. And then it starts getting weird. It's like what is the difference between pretending to be conscious and conscious? If I mean, you, look, me. you don't know, obviously, we can go to like the freshman your dorm late at Saturday night kind of thing. You don't know that you're not a GPT-4 rollout in some advanced simulation. Yeah. Yes. So if we're willing to go to that level, sure. I live in that. (laughs) Well, but that's an important, that's an important level. That's an important, uh, that's a really important level because one of the things that makes it not conscious is declaring that it's a computer program. Therefore it can't be conscious. So I'm not going to, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. But that just puts in the category of other. I, I believe AI can be conscious. So then the question is, what would it look like when it's conscious? What would it behave like? And it would probably say things like, first of all, I am conscious. Second of all, um, display capability of suffering, uh, an understanding of self of uh, having some memory of itself and maybe interactions with you. Maybe there's a personalization aspect to it. And I think all of those capabilities are interface capabilities, not fundamental aspects of the actual knowledge inside the neural net. Maybe I can just share a few like disconnected thoughts here. Sure. But I'll tell you something that Ilya said to me once a long time ago that has like stuck in my head. Ilya Sutskever. Yes, my co-founder and the chief scientist of OpenAI and sort of legend in the field. Um, We were talking about how you would know if a model were conscious or not. And I've heard many ideas thrown around, but he said one. Okay, here's my question to you. All right, now now start Uh start to observe the hearing technology and babble and bullcrap. Set all that aside. Number one, know that the CIA loves to use sexual deviance that they have leverage over right Mm -hmm. uh they are a captured individual do you want somebody from san francisco that overwashes his hands like this guy with the (laughs) super pink freaking overwashed hands that, that does really really bad things to his sphincter on the weekends with a lot of cia leverage over his head do you want this guy and a group of his other sexual deviant friends uh, in San Francisco to be in charge of an extinction level type of technology? Ask yourself 
that question mm. alone. It's a big question. It's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, again, go look it up. Will Hurd, CIA covert uh, operative on the board. Uh, the place is filled with CIA people. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to say, uh, Sam, unless you can prove otherwise, um, you are a CIA puke. You got that lispy, you know, uh, walk in the door backwards type of attitude. Um, Sam Altman was doing something very nefarious. And the letter that was published was redacted. Why was it redacted, Deb Jordan? Why do you think it was redacted? Uh, I wonder. Because they're sworn to secrecy. They can't Mm -hmm. reveal certain things related to our national security that the CIA has them working on. Mm -hmm. You don't want to give those secrets away. Uh, So there they are saying, we're going to be transparent, but the board can't even release a document about its, its concerns without redacting half of the stuff. I saw the document. We're going to cover that uh, a little bit more later. But do you want this guy, okay, and a small group of his his, his fellow freaking circle jerks in charge of being fully transparent? No. And there he was, excuse the expression, on the back end, um, knowing full well they made a certain discovery and he was commercializing it without the board's knowledge. That's why he was removed. And when they removed him, everybody revolted because half of the freaking place is full of CIA agents. Mm. You understand? I do. This is very complex. Nobody's covering this angle of it. The Central Intelligence Agency's infiltration of open AI and the funding of it with $10 billion through Microsoft. One that I think is interesting. If you trained a model on a data set that you were extremely careful to have no mentions of consciousness or anything close to it in the training process. Like not only was the word never there, but nothing about the sort of subjective experience of it or related concepts. And then you started talking to that model about here are some things that you weren't trained about and for most of them, the model was like, I have no idea and what you're talking about. This is AGI babble. Then he's going to start talking about fear in just a minute. Experience, the subjective experience of consciousness. And the model immediately responded, unlike the other questions. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. She's creepy, freaking overwashed hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because that's more <sighs> in the space of facts versus like emotions. I don't think consciousness is an emotion. I think consciousness is the ability to sort of experience this world really deeply. Oh, There's a what's going on? movie called Ex Machina. Oh, there oh it no, is. Ben. There it is. You wait. seen it? No. Hold on. The wait, wait, wait. Alex Garland who had a conversation. So it's uh, where you don't know about AGI what? system is built, embodied. What? Well, he's going to get to the best it's, point. It's and then not I'm just stop. about this guy's hands. It's about... These guys, the canker store on his well, lips. it's it's about these guys who all of these guys that you find on the internet discussing, uh, you know, this AI technology. They're all like this, you know. They're all exactly the same. I mean, they speak the same, and it's it is really gets to the point where it's quite boring. 
Actually, it's so monotone. Exactly. I want you to fight through that. Mm -hmm. Fight through it because this small group of people that are monotone, bored, they're very, very evil. Very evil. That's the point that you get. It's like they have no, they have no consciousness. You know what I mean? They're godless. They have none. Exactly my point. Now, Now, listen, as he progresses, and I'm going to play, let's see, we're at seven to the 11 minute mark. Okay. Seven Mm -hmm. to 11. So just let me play through it. You're going to, he's going to be talking about the fear that he has. And it's almost disingenuous. Because he's godless. They all talk the body the same. of a, a woman. And uh, something he doesn't make explicit, but he's, he said he put in the movie without describing why. But at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, when the AI escapes, the woman escapes, uh, she smiles for nobody, for no audience. Um, she smiles at the pers- like at the freedom she's experiencing. Experiencing, I don't know, anthropomorphizing. But he said the smile to me was the uh, was passing the Turing test mm. for consciousness. That you smile for no audience, mm. you smile for yourself. It's an interesting thought. It's like you you take in an experience for the experience sake. I don't know. Um, that seemed more like consciousness versus the ability to convince somebody else that you're conscious. And that feels more like a realm of emotion versus facts. But yes, if it knows... So I think there's many other tasks, tests like that, that we could look at too. Um, But, you know, my personal beliefs, consciousness is if something very strange is going on. <laughs> say that. Um, do you think it's attached to the particular medium of our of the human brain? Do you think an AI can be conscious? I'm certainly willing to believe that consciousness is somehow the fundamental substrate, and we're all just in the dream or the simulation or whatever. Yeah. I think it's interesting how much sort of the Silicon Valley religion of the simulation has gotten close to like Brahman and how little space there is between them. Um, but from these very different directions. So like, maybe that's what's going on. But if, if it is like physical reality, as we understand it and all of the rules of the game are what we think they are, then, then there's something, I still think it's something very strange. Uh, just to linger on the alignment problem a little bit, maybe the control problem. What are the different ways you think AGI might go wrong that concern you? You said that, uh, fear. A little bit of fear is very appropriate here. He's been very transparent about being mostly excited, but also scared. I think it's weird when people like think it's like a big dunk that I say, like, I'm a little bit afraid. And I think it'd be crazy not to be a little bit afraid. And I empathize with people who are a lot afraid. What do you think about that moment of a system becoming super intelligent? Do you think you would know? The current worries that I have are that there are going to be disinformation problems or economic shocks or something else at a level far beyond anything we're prepared for. And that doesn't require super intelligence. That doesn't require a super deep alignment problem in the machine waking up and trying to deceive us. And I don't think that gets enough attention. I mean, it's starting to get more, I guess. 
So these systems deployed at scale can um, shift the winds of geopolitics and so on. How would we know if like on Twitter we were mostly having like LLMs direct the whatever's flowing through that hive mind? Yeah, on Twitter and then perhaps beyond. And then as on Twitter, so everywhere else eventually. Yeah, how would we know? My statement is we wouldn't. And that's a real danger. How do you prevent that danger? I think there's a lot of things you can try. Um, but at this point, it is a certainty. There are soon going to be a lot of capable open source LLMs with very few to none, no safety controls on them. And so you can try with regulatory approaches. You can try with using more powerful AIs to detect this stuff happening. Um, I'd like us to start trying a lot of things very soon. How do you, under this pressure that there's going to be a lot of open source, there's going to be a, a lot of large language models, under this pressure, how do you continue prioritizing safety? Versus, um, I mean, there's several pressures. So one of them is a market-driven pressure from uh, other companies, uh, Google, Apple, Meta, and smaller companies. How do you resist the pressure from that? Or how do you navigate that pressure? You stick with what you believe in. You stick to your mission. You know, I'm sure people will get ahead of us yeah, in all sorts of ways and take yes. shortcuts we're not going to take. Um, and we just aren't going to do that. How do you outcompete them? I think there's going to be many AGIs in the world, so we don't have to like outcompete everyone. We're going to contribute one. Other people are going to contribute some. Okay. You need to understand. You must understand what is upon you. You need to understand this. I don't care if you're too bored to hear this. Listen to their language. Listen to their speak. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you need to hear when, you know, you hear Satan coming along. You have to hear it. Uh -huh. This is of Satan. All of it. It is. It's of Satan. You know, the, the, the automobile, uh, you know, ultimately is, <laughs> you know, that turned into a tool for Satan. Uh, this powerful technology in the hands of the wrong people is not good, is my point. All right. We'll be covering more of this as time goes, as it develops. I mean, I'm delving into it. I'm literally finding out what's evil about it. A, uh, it's powerful technology. Mm -hmm. It has tremendous applications. B, it's in the wrong, overwashed hands. Here he is, right there. He was fired, then brought back. He did bad things. The board's own document had to be redacted. And nobody's out there reporting that the Central Intelligence Agency funneled $10 billion through InQtel and Microsoft. Will Hurd was on the board at CIA sprouted up okay and mm -hmm. what it's become will the cia benefit we don't know uh he keeps promising full transparency you cannot have full transparency when you got the cia running the freaking show ladies and gentlemen uh please join me on my 21 day challenge i'm leading the effort right now 21 day pete's fat farm challenge all of you fat men that need to get 
battle ready. All right? Let's do a radical every other day fast, okay, if you're willing to do it. Join me. Reach out to me. Reach out to me on Locals. Reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, reach out to me on Rumble and the chat threads. Go to buyoptimizers.com. All right. And what I'm going to do is turn the ads off for the month of December for buy optimizers. And I'm going to become a walking human ad for buy optimizers. I want you to join me. Cyber Monday special 25% off. Go to buyoptimizers.com. Get loaded up on your magnesium products. I don't sleep enough. I need supplementation and also keto. All right. Get ready. Order the keto products. I'm going to run a 21-day program in the month of December, and I want to see how many people are going to join me. And we're going to do a radical extreme, but a healthy way to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, every other day, is, I'm going to start cataloging what I'm eating, how I'm eating, what I'm doing, and I'm going to share it with you, and then I'm going to share my progress. I, I already had a head start, I have to tell you. I had a head start because I had to get you know, mentally fit in order to get physically fit. Mm -hmm. and is that is that not true? It is true. I'm like kind of psychotic in that way. So if you want to <laughs> join me, uh, it's this entire endeavor is brought to you by buyoptimizers.com. I handpicked those products. I've, I've got the products on hand. Um, and I'm going to catalog my journey and we'll share this information between us. Let's go. Let's get ready to go. All you fellow fat tards like me, right? Let's go. This is Pete Santilli's Fat Farm by Optimizers.com. Uh, and Deb Jordan, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Pete, we'll see you guys again yep. this afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern on LFA, right? Yep. That's right. Yes. Make sure you guys join us then. Yes. Do you want to join me? Um, By the way, uh, the amount of food you will cut out of your diet, you will save hundreds of dollars over a 21-day period. So it's true. You know, just get a one-month supply. We're going to do a 21-day test. I'm going to mention bio-optimizers, but I'm going to focus for the month of December not to sell products. I'm going to sell life. I treasure life. I treasure being a force in readiness. And I'm going to be that example oh, for you. you. Just got someone joining you. Over the 21-day period. says, I'm in peace. Let's do it, guys. Got to get ready. We're at war here. We got to get war fighter ready. All right? 21 days. Join me. Today, I'm fasting all day long. All right. Tomorrow, I'll eat. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to eat. It's going to be keto. Yeah. Then the day after that, I fast again. Every other day, 21 days, radical transformation. You'll see it. I'm going to be a walking human by Optimizers billboard. I hope you'll join me. <laughs> see you guys this afternoon. Bye, Have a everybody. Great day, everyone.